And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Disenfranchised by the modern comics industry, producer Paul Spataro, Dr. Bill Robinson, and Scott H. Gardner now ply the time stream in a never-ending quest to rediscover and reconnect with that unique brand of fun and excitement that can only truly be found in good old-fashioned, randomly selected comic book back issues. Journey with them now. Back. Back to the bins. You good as far as a drink and all that? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. I mean, there's plenty more in there, so if you just want to help yourself. I'll make myself at home. (laughs) Absolutely do. Okay. All right. Well, welcome back to Back to the Bins. My name is Scott Gardner. We are once again uh, up in my home theater room uh, to record what we hope is a very special episode um, special for two reasons. For one, uh, my special guest for this is uh, Mr. David A. Pascrell. Say hi, Dave. Hey, great to be here. It's great to have you here. And uh, we are going to cover our favorite movie. Now, there's a little bit of backstory to this, but I kind of feel like maybe we should just go ahead and jump into the movie because we're a little pressed for time, but we'll, we'll get into the backstory of, uh, of how this is coming about. But... Uh, for purposes of following along, should you want to follow along with us, this is the extended cut. The finally, thank you, Jesus, released to Blu-ray official extended cut of Superman the movie. The one that runs three hours and eight minutes and change. So, yes, this is the super long one. There is a reason for that. Uh, we will get into that here shortly. But we are paused right now at... Uh, well, we're actually we're on the main menu screen, so all you have to do on the count of three is hit the play movie button, and uh, and we're good to go here. So here we go, one, two, three. There we go. Movie's now playing. All right, released by Warner Brothers. Okay, so the story behind this, um, you know, I knew Dave was coming. We were talking. You know, what do we want to do? You know, when we when we have you know some time together, and. Uh, David asked me, you know, have you ever done a commentary for Superman the movie? And I think you were a little surprised when I when I said no, that we never right. had, had done one. I was very surprised. So, you know, we're coming up in, in just uh, two, two weeks and a day or two, coming up on the 15th uh, anniversary of the beginning of my podcasting career with Two True Freaks. And in all that time, you know, we had plenty of opportunity and, you know, quite a lot of requests and and even some invites by other podcasters and other shows and things to do a commentary for Superman the movie. But I always resisted doing it because I I had a very specific version of the movie that I wanted to, to cover, which was what I've always called the KCOP version of the movie. Um, if you don't know what that is, just look up KCOP. It was, it was call letters of a station out in California somewhere that aired this particular version. So this version of the movie basically incorporates all of the usable footage that was filmed for the movie 
uh, back into one cut of the film. So it's the longest available version of the movie. It's, in my opinion, the definitive version of the movie, and it's the one that I prefer the most. But up until just a couple of years ago, it was only ever a bootleg. Um, so all you know, it, it existed as a grainy zillionth generation VHS tape. You know that that you that you bootlegged. But surprisingly, amazingly, uh, Warner Brothers finally, you know, figured out that people would pay money for this and that people wanted to see this again. And so they officially released it on Blu-ray, and that's that's the version that we're watching now. So uh, I I can't tell you how thrilled I am that this I, I have to keep pinching myself that it actually exists, you know, after literally decades of just watching the the shittiest version. Yeah. You know, I mean, as far as the sound and picture quality, um, and this is amazing. It's it's so beautiful. Trevor Howard, that was that guy's name. Um, it's it's so beautiful. It's also on the big screen. That oh you yeah, have here. yeah. <laughs> it's not. I haven't seen it like this since the theater, and I've never seen this version of the theater. So I I love this version. The the only quibble I have with this release is that they didn't remaster the audio, but I can live with that. I I'm so happy with the with the video of it. You know the. the visual presentation it, it just looks so good it's so crisp and clear so what was your uh, what was your first experience with Superman the movie when did you see it for the first time I saw it in the movie theater I was seven years old and was a you know a big outing we went my mother took me my younger cousin and my younger sister we went to the Highland uh, Plaza Theater in Staten Island City. And you know, you have this memory of going to the movies and getting a big thing of popcorn <laughs> and a soda. Yeah, well, we had sandwiches because nobody <laughs> could afford anything. My mother came with the shopping bag full of sandwiches and juice boxes. But it was, it was an incredible trip because for me, up until this point, George Reeves was Superman. Right, right. How about you now? So I saw this, um, you know, first run. I was I was ten years old. I don't think the movie had been out very long. I I, I don't believe we ran right out to see it. You know, the minute it it came out. But my dad did take me. You know, he knew how bad I wanted to see it. And uh, he took me with a, a couple of friends of mine, you know, just you know, boyhood chums, and uh, and we went to back then. It was in Watertown, New York. All they had was a little two-screener theater. Yeah. And typically, you know, as was my father's want, we would always get to the movies incredibly late. You know, when we went to see Star Wars for the very first time, we walked in as Luke was cleaning R2 and the, and the hologram projected out of Princess Leia. That's how late we were getting into the movie for the first time. So you missed like 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but with this one, for some reason, I, I no longer remember, and I asked my dad about it, and he couldn't remember either, but for some reason for this one, we were so early that um, through some set of circumstances, I don't know exactly how, um, we got invited 
into the projectionist booth by the projectionist and he he took us in and he toured us around showed us how the equipment worked and you know just all that stuff and it was really cool it's the only time in my life that it ever happened to me but i remember distinctly that while we were in there and you know all the big machines were running and all that i remember standing on my tippy toes and looking through the little you know there's there's you know, all the projection booths back then, they had like four or five holes, you know, because I, I guess they could change like where the camera projected through for the like whatever the print of the film was or whatever. Right. Um, and I remember looking through one of the lower holes from where the projector was shining out. And I just happened to time it just right as I stood up on my tippy toes and looked through that hole. I could see on the screen the helicopter fall off the Daily Planet and Superman fly up and catch it. And you talk about just, like, mind-blown, you know? And that has been an image that has stuck with me my entire life. And every time that scene comes up, I still thrill to it. I'm still taken back to being a 10-year-old kid. That's you know? the greatest super, superhero intro ever done. Oh, yeah. Ever. I completely agree. Completely agree. You know, I I, I see these scenes right here, and the image that comes back to my head is from the trading cards. Yep. I loved those. I loved those. I need to look up and see if I have complete sets of those, because I can't remember, and if I don't, I need to get off my lazy ass and complete those. I, I The only reason I know I do is I bought them maybe 10 years ago. The full sets with the stickers. I know I do for the second movie because I collected those like yeah. crazy with my own money. But with the with the original ones, I can't remember if I've got a complete set. I had so many. Uh, the second series I had, actually no, from Superman two, I had that whole set originally from Pax. The first two, I, I never had the whole set. I bought so many. I bet they'd be pretty easy to get because it seems these days that uh, that old uh, non-sports cards don't go for you know like the movie cards don't right. go for a hell of a lot you know like the original Star Wars cards you know we thought we'd all be filthy rich off of those one day and they're not really mer- you know, worth much of anything from what I understand. That was really uh, I enjoyed that as a kid buying those packs of cards for movies. I mean, right. That was my first serious hobby before getting into comics, was collecting, uh, well first it was Star Wars cards, and then Superman, and The Empire Strikes Back, and you know, all the big ones that were out, Raiders, I still don't have a complete set of Raiders cards to this day, I'm missing I think the title card. The vote must be unanimous, I love those though, that's a lost, lost art. That's a lost art. <laughs> And you alone will be held responsible. He was always like 110 years old, wasn't he? I don't think he was ever a young man. No, he never looked young anyway. He just he just gets older, but I don't think he was ever young. <laughs> you have been known to disagree with the council. Okay, before. he'll come to one of my favorite parts. I think you know what it is. <laughs> order, second only to my own. To this day, Marlon Brando is always going to be Jor-El to me because I'd never seen him in anything else. I was too young for The Godfather. Here we go. I swear it. Swear it. The matter that it takes an eternity, you will bow down before me. 
That's what he said, though, when I was a kid. I was like, oh, they, did, they didn't bleep that on television? Now imagine, just in your mind's eye, these people show up. General Zod, Ursa, and none. They want to rule the world. How do you take people seriously that address <laughs> like this? Oh, I like what the sheriff said. Oh, pay you $10. They're from Los Angeles. Right. Exactly. <laughs> she was always Look at all that wasted space. Yeah, wow. But it's a convertible. Where do you think the dome goes when they ratchet it back? Because it's not like an umbrella. It's on some weird swivel or something. <laughs> I don't know. He looks a little nervous now. He's not too happy. Where did you leave that mirror we had around? Oh, there it is. <laughs> See, I always thought when they opened the dome, this is the atmosphere going out into space. Right, right, yeah. Which, again, if if that's if that is how it is, even if it's not atmosphere, just the fact that it's got to be heated, mm-hmm. you know, you just let all the air out, you know. It's like my dad used to say, "I'm not heating the outdoors." <laughs> my used to say that too. What am I subsidizing, Con Ed? <laughs> Uh, and they had to put the dome back up. Oh, yeah, I never noticed that I before. just noticed it. Yeah, no. I never noticed that. You're right. It, it came back up. Oh, my God. The things you see after you've watched a movie a thousand times. An unpleasant duty Trevor Howard. I could not remember this dude's name earlier. Yeah, evidently he was a big deal. He like a big star or something, like old Hollywood. Because a lot of these guys, I think, this was like one of the their last movies. My God, it's a woman. Is it? I thought it was. Maybe not. <laughs> it was the seventies with the perms. Well, there's at least Von Dobb, but I, I don't know who that other one was, but it looked like a woman. I'm not given wild unsupported statements. And I tell you that we must His hair's so white and his eyebrows are so dark. <laughs> this guy on the right, he's yeah. been in other things yeah. too. Yeah, I can't remember his name either. Madam Happy-Go-Lucky here. <laughs> she reminds me of Mon Mothma from Return of the Jedi. Did you see them make Many Bothans died, and I'm stoned out of my mind. Well, now uh, they're making a Mon Mothma figure in the uh, retro collection, because that's what you've been clamoring for all these years. That's a woman. I See, I told you. Be reasonable. My friend, I've never been otherwise. This madness is yours. This madness this is yours. This discussion is terminated. Mm. If only Congress the was that official. <laughs> Love the music. I can never remember that old guy's name either. I've seen him in other movies, but I can't off the top of my head think of any of them, but I know I have. You never really get a solid look at any of the rest of them, though. They've got that 
Chris Honeywell always calls it Vaseline on the lens. I don't know. Is that really a thing? Is that what they were doing? But it's it's that blur, you know? But these suits are so bright, man. Yeah. What was it they did? It was crushed, it was like crushed glass or something that they were made? Something like I know that? these damn things lit up. I love that. I, I love this extra little bit of dialogue about the Phantom Zone. Which you discovered. Will you abide by the council's decision? If I wasn't, you think I'd tell you? <laughs> I will remain silent. You know, you pointed out earlier when we were talking about how the oh S on Jarrell's chest. Yeah. That's the George Reeves. Yeah. S. I love that. I don't know if it's intentional or not, but it, I have it's to believe a, yeah. I'd, I'd like to think that it was, you know, an intentional callback. I wonder, you know, if he had lived, would they have worked a cameo in of him in this picture? You know, yeah, that's a good question because I was just thinking, you know, I mean, a little bit later we see what's her name, Noel Neal, is that the one? Yeah, and um, Kirk Allen. So her and Kirk Allen, um, you know, so her representing basically the TV Superman, and then him representing the the um, serials Superman. Well, she's in that too. She was in the serial, I think, with him. Is that right? Was she the was she the lowest in the, right. uh, you know, now that you say that I, Phyllis yeah, Coates yeah, yeah. is in Phyllis the beginning Coates, yeah. and she then comes in. Now that you say that, I, I guess I had forgotten that, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I always felt Lara looked so much younger than Jarrell in this. I think both of them look a little old for a newborn, though. Or however old. How old is he right there? He's got to be. He can't be more than six months, a year. Yeah, maybe a year at most. So they both look a little old for a child. Of course, this is an alien society, and who all, you know, who all knows how they're... For that matter, maybe he was bred in a, in a beaker or something. It could be. You have to think John Byrne got a lot of ideas from Oh, those. yeah, yeah, definitely. I just like that this is so alien. Now, granted, it, it could be a little warmer, you know, as far as, like, the interpersonal interpersonal relationships. Especially these two, I felt like, you know, there is a nice moment where she, like, lays her head on, on his chest and all that, so clearly she loves him and all, but I felt like there was a little lack of emotion here, but I like the alien environment because I you think it, it it lends into the timelessness mm. of the movie. I mean, the stuff that looks dated is is the contemporary stuff, you know, on Earth in Metropolis and that. I know, but I love that. Oh, I do too. I really do. I'm not. I'm not knocking it, but I mean, the snow trooper. <laughs> I love that. If the investigation proves. He's got Chris Honeywell's tinfoil hat on. He knew the penalty. He knew the penalty. The, the, these he uniforms look very uncomfortable. <laughs> the law will, will be, be upheld. upheld. Uh, I don't particularly remember Krypton having teleporters. <laughs> See, that's that's where I'm confused because I don't know that he. He is necessary because that effect in, in a minute where he's on his way to Jor-El's 
doesn't look like teleportation. It's what did you call? He was on a speeder he's, bike. He's on a speeder yeah. bike. It looks like he's on a, yeah. He's he's on his speeder bike headed there. He goes out and the then same he has, way, and then he has an accident. He hits a hits a, a crystal build. tree. Yeah. <laughs> I got a great idea. Let's send the kid naked. <laughs> but no, I, what, what I was saying was just you know the nature of this environment gives it a certain timeless quality because unlike say the silver age or unlike trying to predict future things this will never truly age because it's not futuristic it's alien right you know what i mean and and i think that was kind of a smart decision to do it that way because if they did it with actual, you know, rocket ships and futuristic technology, you know, twenty years later, then that, it looks silly and Flash Gordon. The Flash Gordon, style. exactly. Yeah, because when I when I watched the origin episode of uh, the Adventures of Superman, it's quaint and it's cute and all that. But yeah, that's exactly what I think of as Flash Gordon because that's what it looks like, you know. But they had more warmth. I felt. Yeah. Even the father was more. When he comes around and realizes Jarrell's right. Oh, on the on the animated, the yeah, animated yeah. one. I love that one. That's probably my favorite destruction of Krypton because it actually chokes me up. You with the music and mm-hmm. yeah, I, I actually feel something. I, as great as this is, I don't necessarily feel anything when this Krypton. Other than it's cool. I mean, it's really neat. You know, all the destruction and. The big explosion and all that. It's like John Byrne says, it deserved to die. Yeah, yeah. Hi, here we are. We're in hot pursuit. (laughs) That's just a weird effect. It is. It's very weird. Well, then, the the reflected part of his helmet just completely disappears when he's about to die. You see his eyes. Yeah, it's really kind of strange. And why do you think they made this crystal green? I've often wondered that because I know that at the very least my father thought it was kryptonite, but I, I wonder how many other people, maybe little kids and other viewers, thought it was, I it was did. kryptonite. You when thought I, when I was yeah. sort of in the movies as a kid? Yeah, oh well why is he putting kryptonite in Right. There? Yeah, I, I do think that was kind of a weird choice to have both that crystal and kryptonite be yeah, it's the same shade of green too. I think this model work really holds up well. I think it really looks sharp. Well, practical effects, that's why. You know, other than a couple of action figures, though, I'm surprised they didn't really release, like, toys for me. You know, there wasn't like a Krypton playset or a, or a baby Superman rocket, you know, none of that stuff. Even to this day, have they made figures or, or anything for this stuff? I don't think so. Uh, they made, um, when Superman Returns came on, they made a two-pack with Jirai and uh, Superman. Uh, but that was it. We were in one of those uh, furniture gallery places, you know, build a room or whatever the hell they called not long ago, and they had a, uh, a light fixture that actually looked like Baby Jarrell's 
or baby Kala, I mean, uh, his ship. I love that. Oh, look out! Look out for that monster! Ah! Again, <laughs> this is a trading con. Yep. How great would it have been if they got killed when the blast came down? <laughs> I like that shot because it reminds me of the comics. You always see that shot of, of them standing there when the, when the rocket's flying away, you know, looking out the way. That always reminded me of that. It may not be 100% comics faithful, but I, I, I like the flavor of it. You know? yeah. This was hard for me to swallow as a kid because I was so used to, I guess, the Silver Age version with the headbands and big sun on Jarrell's chest. I was, I mean, I was, obviously I knew who Superman was, and I was I was already, you know, a child fan and that sort of thing, but I wasn't real steeped in Superman lore yet, so this movie really informed a lot of my, you know, love of, of the character and all, and, it, you know, a lot of the stuff I learned about comic book Superman came well after this. And there was always a certain amount of disappointment tinged in there because it wasn't more like the movie. Well, there goes the dome. Ah! We're going to see all the horrible people get it. <laughs> Jarrell should have buzzed them up and told them, I <laughs> Hello? Hello? Is this the council? See? I told you. That one where the guy goes through that wall, though, looked like you were, it was actually going through the back of the set instead of the. Yeah, that was, that's funny. I always yeah, remember this of them all falling. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's creepy. Someone's put an end to the madness. Yeah, that is creepy. They're all going down to hell. Oh, it's funny you say that because it reminds that right there reminds me of uh, a Christmas Carol. Where Scrooge sees all the the phantoms floating around, and you know you know what I'm talking yes. about. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. We didn't just take out the planet; we took out the whole system. <laughs> now this is where Jarrell talks about it being thousands of years he's traveling, right? Well. I don't know if he mentions it here, but it is mentioned like during the Fortress of Solitude because he says something about you've reached your 18th year as it's measured on Earth, and he says something about you know by that reckoning I will be, have been dead for many thousands of your years. I'm like, huh? How the hell does that work? Yeah, I don't know. Because then they say Krypton blew up in 1940. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, Luther says that later on. So yeah, I, I'm not sure. All I know is that they kind of abandoned that in like the later movies. Right, because if he was dead for thousands of years, how the hell does he know about Einstein? Right. 
In fact, why would you send him to Earth? Unless somehow they were able to look through time or something, I yeah. And yet they know. couldn't see the planet. Was <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just going to chalk that up. To, I don't know how that works. Maybe in you know, Jarrell meant to say many thousands of your days. <laughs> well, in order, I mean, okay, so all space timey wimey stuff aside, present day Earth that it's showing here is supposed to be 1948, right? Yes. So, did somehow the Kryptonians have the ability to look across the Gulf of Space? Of the 28 known universe to, to present day? Yeah, but I don't know. That doesn't make any sense either because, again, where does that thing about thousands of years passing come in? I think he fouled up to it. Yeah, something, something doesn't jive. And I'm not going to hurt my brain trying to figure it out. Clearly, if you read the book Miracle Monday... Is it Miracle Monday yeah, or the first? Yeah. Oh, I love Is that. Is that the first one? No, that's the second one. What's the first one? Last Son of Krypton. Last Son of Krypton. Which I am desperate to reread <coughs> both. I've, like I that. think I've only read that one once, but Miracle Monday I have read I don't know how many times. I love that book. Glenn Ford is the best Jonathan Kent in my opinion. Yep. I like that they're older people. I, yeah. I think that lends into the whole thing that you know you can tell that they're you know they're good salt of the earth Christian middle America folks you know and, and being older people you know they, they I don't know it, it just it works it totally works for me. You're saying he's not going to go walk into a, a tornado? And get <laughs> See, I I'm I don't have any familiarity with all that, and I'm so glad that I don't because I know it would just frustrate me yeah I, I never capitulated on any of that you know we were talking about commentaries Chris and I did a commentary once for Man of Steel do you, do you know the history on that no I, I, so I'm probably blanking so right after we supposedly hit the play you know the play button then uh, that song um, uh, um, oh god what's his name the, the Rick Roll starts. It's, it's a Rick Roll. But Chris edited that, so the Rick Roll lasts the exact running time of the movie. And we got equal parts rage and like compliments out of it. Some people thought it was absolutely... Some people actually listened to all of it, thinking that at some point we would come in and start talking, and we never did because it was a gag, you know? Didn't you do something like that on Top Gun, where you were going to? We didn't even have the movie on. Right? Yeah, yeah. We just talked talk about everything. Yeah, we just bullshit for like you know two hours, and every once in a while Chris would go like, "Oh, look, an airplane or something." We never actually had the movie on at all because I I cannot with that movie. 
This is yep. a great look when they look back at the ship. Yep, I love that. I had a poster when I was a kid of that. Where is it? Where is it? Show it again. That shot right there of him holding up the truck. That I think it was like, the, like you had to buy detergent or something like that to get. That that's my memory anyway. It was like, like it was like at the grocery store, and it's like mom had to purchase. It was like mom products, you know, like right. like detergent or laundry. Or, I mean, uh, like dish soap or something, and you had to buy like two boxes or something. You could choose a poster, like out of a box, something like that. But there were several different Superman posters that you could pick. Wasn't this also the time frame where they would? Were- Giving out the trading cards with the was it tasty bread or something? With stickers or something? No, the were there Superman ones though? It might have been DC in general. I I have some DC cards that I think were out of like bread or something, but I don't remember any Superman the movie ones. I think it was generic. I'm combining the two. There was a, a cake company, too, that had them on the box. The Superman, the movie cards. Oh, okay. It might have been Drake's. It might have been Host. Yeah, yeah Tasty sure. Cakes or something like that. Something yeah. like that. Well, I, yeah, I, did have, I didn't have, ever have any Superman, the movie ones. Um, at one point, I had, I think, a complete collection of Superman 3 stickers that were out of, like, ding-dongs or some <laughs> friggin' thing. Um, but the very first Star anything Star Wars I ever saw was uh, my grandmother used to buy Wonder Bread, and... She got a Luke Skywalker card out of the Wonder Bread and saved it for me. So when I came over to visit her once, she's like, is this anything that you would want? And I had no idea what it was. I just thought it was cool. And that was my introduction to Star Wars was off of a Wonder Bread card. What the hell is his job? I understand he can't play on the team because he's developed. But, but what is he? Team, team manager? Sure. But he seems like a schmuck who's in charge of yeah. cleaning up. Well, why would you even do that? What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't. Join the comic book club or something. Oh, Brad. Oh, and she's a real champ. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't. I, I get the whole, you know, you got to be on the down low type of thing. Don't don't expose yourself, but. Yeah, I don't. On, and this guy. This is why I don't have powers. He would now have, he's supposed to be the same asshole that comes back later. I think so. Yeah, I don't. Buy Brad. It. Yeah, Brad. Yeah. Brad would be a torch if it weren't the main. <laughs> What's his name? Brad Bashford or Dick Willer? Am I? Am I? Th- am I making that Brad Bashford? That sounds. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. Can't remember. Frustration. That should be Brad's head. Yeah, yeah, it should be Brad's. Now, head. I want to see a cut of this that cuts away to somebody in another town that's just sitting there minding, like, boom, eating a sandwich and a, and a football nails inside the head. I like this. This is right out of the comics. Ah, there she is, Lois Lane. 
See, I'd rather have had more scenes like this than the whole football thing with Lana and all that, because that didn't really go anywhere. Well, look, here's another thing with my obsession with age. Doesn't she look significantly younger here than him? I've always wondered if maybe they're supposed to be like the grandparents or something, but I, I, don't, I don't know what the deal is there. It's got to be. But I wish the Lois and Clark are about the same age. And if he'd missed and derailed the train when it hit. <laughs> oh, you mean that you think she looks older than him? Or he looks older than her? No, I mean Clark looks older than Lois. Right? She looks like she's what? Grammar school? I don't know. It's, it's tough. To, I don't know. She, she looks pretty old to me. I don't think you really get all that great a look at Kirk Allen, unfortunately. He's kind of in the shadows. We've got his head at a funny angle. It's neat that they included them, though. I oh, think that that's cool. cool. Yeah. You know, you had said something before about if uh, if Reeves had lived, uh, George Reeves, if he yes. had lived, you know, do I think... I don't know, because probably back then, probably, but in more recent times, they've been a lot more cognizant of... The original, like, I don't know, like, negatively affecting, like, like drawing comparisons, like, why they didn't have, like, Shatner in, in the new Star Treks or something like that. So, I kind of wonder if, if they had put him in there, would it, would it just pull you right out of the movie type of thing, or... And Kirk Allen could slide by because, let's face it, until they released it on DVD. Who the hell saw it? Yeah, who, yeah. I never saw it until it got the DVD. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's not like you instantly write, oh my gosh, that's, you know, from the, I mean, because who even at this point remembered the serials or had seen them enough, you know, to know? But then again, Lois Lane, everybody knew her. I mean, as soon as she came on the screen, everybody knew her. Because you do see enough of her in the theatrical one, even though she doesn't talk or anything. When little Lois, like, shakes her, you could tell it was no idea. Now that cheesy music that's playing right there, the horrible music, is that's replacing Bill Haley's Rock Around the Clock that was in the theatrical version because they didn't want to have to pay for it on television. So then they put that shitty generic weird music in there. What's funny is that that winds up as a track on the Film Score monthly box set of the Superman music that they released a few years back. Not that, not that anybody would ever want to listen to it, but it's on there. <laughs> I hate this part. This is why you hate it because you don't like it, or you hate it because it tears you up? Because it tears me up. <laughs> He's such a good dad. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. See, I like this explanation of why he is doing what he's doing at school and with the football team and everything so much better than nerdy, nebbish, act like a dork. I hate, well, Clark Kent. We're going to get to that. Yeah, Because I, yeah. I have some very strong opinions on that. It's not the score touchdown. 
I like that because I think he does know. It's just he's a simple man, you know. He's a he's a farmer from the Midwest. He's simple, you know. He can't quite verbalize it, but I think he does know. I think he's got a sense of of exactly why he's there, you know, and that's why he's tried to instill in him, you know, the the values that they've given him and everything. I like that. It's it's there's a lot of subtext there. I love that little facial tw- tw- uh, tick that he has right there. Yeah, that is. So, oh. you know, looking back, I, the picture's more than 40 years old, but it always stuck with me how he was, to me, more of a dad than the Jarrell character. Do you know what I mean? He just comes across with that warmth that Right, right, right. And so little screen time, yeah. Well we'll go on with Jarrell pontificating and pontificating. <laughs> uh, to the listeners, I apologize about the stupid dog barking in the background. I hate that when I listen to shows and the dogs barking in the background, but sometimes you can't help it. I love the cinematography, especially in Smallville. Uh, this is just beautiful. This is just like old school filmmaking. It just looks so nice. One of these days, I really want to get to Alberta and, and see these places. Because I'm led to believe a lot of this stuff still exists, from what I've been told. The church is a model, right? Oh, is it? I think it was a model, oh, the church. Yeah, it could be. Some of that in the background almost looks, you know, like not quite real, but I, I think it is. I think it's just the way it's filmed. I just noticed the cars moving. Yeah. Way. So that church is that forced perspective? Yeah, is that what you're saying? Oh, that's I, I yeah, believe. I yeah, could, could be it wrong. could be. You know, you could be right. You could very well be right. Yeah, I just I love the way this is shot. Big beautiful skies, big fields. And I, I love the tilting shots. There's another one later with him and his mother out in the front. I, I just I love that. Beautiful. Did you ever read there was a ten or twelve issue um, Superman and Batman World's Finest miniseries in the nineties? I, I want to say. Where it was like, it was them teaming up like every decade. Or was it every generations? Decade? No, 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 not no. not generations. Um, I want to say Carl Kessel might have been one of the writers on it. Was it a prestige format three issue? Uh, no, no, it was. It was like a glossy, but it wasn't like the prestige. But it was more like like glossier and a little more expensive than a regular comics. It was, I want to say it was 10 issues, I forget, but it was them teaming up like every couple of years or something like that and like their progression of their friendship because it was very, uh, you know, post-crisis. But there was one issue where Clark took, well, Superman essentially took Batman to Smallville mm-hmm. and they're standing in this great shot because the series itself wasn't very good, but I liked this one moment where they're standing, and it was a full-page splash, as I recall, 
And they are very tiny figures on the page, and they're standing amidst this huge wheat field in Kansas. And Superman says something to Batman of the effect of, you fight against the Joker. You fight against Two-Face. You fight against this, that, and the other. This is what I fight for. And that always really stuck with me. I thought that really sums Superman up really, really well. Yeah. You know, that's a, a beautiful piece of insight into that character for a series that generally wasn't very good. But that <laughs> moment was awesome. I like this. I, I've always liked this scene a lot. I like the kind of creepy, spooky nature of it. I like the very science fiction-y nature. It's, it's again, it's you know, we had all this Middle America stuff, and then you get this nice, creepy sci-fi moment to kind of remind you, oh yes, this is a sci-fi story. You know, this is a you, you know extraterrestrial they... thing. You know, nineteen forty-eight. Wasn't that also Roswell? Uh, 47? Oh, I'm saying 47, 48, but yeah, yeah. Synchronous. Yeah. It's kryptonite. I know, right? I don't know why they made that green. Yeah, I don't, yeah I've, I've often wondered about that. Because I think in one of the many times I've, I've watched, we watched this movie, I think I've had my father ask me before, why is it hurting him? But it's because it's not kryptonite. But why is it then green? I, yeah, I've, I've never quite figured that out. It just is. <laughs> you know, I think as a kid, kid of seven, uh, I justified it going, well, the kryptonite doesn't affect him yet because he's not really Superman. <laughs> Get to work. Someone's got to plow the fields. That must be out the back door, I guess, or something. I don't remember there being all those trees around. That's all added footage right there. Are you going to sleep all day? Sponsored by Cheerios. <laughs> General Mills and you. God, I even know where all the sound effects are. <laughs> That's a beautiful shot. Get that product placement in there. We need that check. We gotta pay Brando. You know, he was like the big thing on this movie, him and and Gene Hackman, and I had no idea who Marlon Brando was. I still really don't. I think The Godfather is the only other thing I've ever seen with him in it. I've never even seen The Godfather. I've seen bits and pieces. I can't believe you've not seen that. That's funny. <laughs> the house is on fire. Hey Ma, you left the you left the oven on. That is that is such a beautiful sh- it almost doesn't look real, it's so beautiful. You made me walk all the way out of here. <laughs> I have to leave. have to call an Uber to get back to the house now. <laughs> How funny would it be if she fell over? <laughs> Grand the wrong. Where are you gonna go? North. The ski? He's gonna help out, alright. It. it I don't know if it's because I know it 
or or what. But it does seem a little more obvious to me these days that it's dubbed. But I never picked up on that as a as a kid. No, I just, there I was. There's a little bit of uncanny valley there where I couldn't quite figure out what was off with it, but I never realized that it was the dubbing. But it doesn't bother me. It's just I, I do think it's a little more obvious now than I ever did before. It's not like a Godzilla movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it all syncs really well and everything. I mean, it's some nice ADR or whatever, whatever you call that. Dubbing, I guess, because it's not really... What is what is uh, Jeff East, right? Yes. Yeah, what does he sound like? Does he does he have like a girly voice or something, or why why did they dub him? I don't think he has a you know like a girly voice, but I don't think he sounds anything like Christopher uh, Reeve. Huh. I, I think the only other thing I ever wasn't he in the day after. Oh, I don't remember. Was, he he's in something else I've seen, but I can't remember. I, Maybe that I, I don't remember remember now. That's a beautiful shot. I love that shot. That's gorgeous. The amber grain waves of rain. Yeah. In Canada. <laughs> in Canada. The heartland of America in Alberta. <laughs> I love this. Imperial walkers have entered the base. <laughs> I'm just curious, now it's got me thinking, in Superman 2, right? where did they get the Ford LTD to drive back from the Fortress of Solitude? Oh, <laughs> they got it the same place that David Banner gets his clothes from every episode, I guess. I, I really don't know. See, this is per- perfectly reasonable, I guess, because he's... He's gaining his power. I mean, clearly he has some powers, some, you know. Right, but I, I in, no power. But yeah, in Superman 2, he walks all the way back from New York, powerless, supposedly. How does he... And I mean, he's... He's no warmer dressed than he is right here. So yeah, that... I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of suspension of disbelief in, this, in the later movies. Like I said, how the hell did they get back from the fortress? Even if that car was there in the fortress... I have a Ford. It's not driving back. <laughs> this is all a soundstage. This, at one time, was the largest soundstage in the world. This was the, uh, the James Bond... Polar Bear! I couldn't see that damn bear until I think until this until I got this because I I knew there was one in the scene because I had been told there was one and you could always hear it make sounds but I could never actually see it this was the first time I saw it it was just too blurry and grainy on the old bootlegs I love that shot too that's beautiful it's like lit up to show them where to put the <laughs> the crystal. It's it's the searchlights like at Magic Kingdom, yeah. Build here. <laughs> the only thing Oh, I just realized it's uh it's the blankets are in there. The the tricolor blankets for his costume were in his bag. Did They're gonna repurpose that? it into his costume. Right, right, yeah, yeah. 
called the distance. So included in the set that this Blu-ray is in, this is the extended cut. But there's also the special edition in there. I was so excited, because that came out first. That came out a number of years ago. And I was so excited initially when that was coming out, because it had, while it's not this complete version, it had more footage, because they added in, like, the tunnel sequence with the machine guns and all that. I love all that stuff. They reworked this. They basically uh, remastered the sound for surround sound, but they changed sound effects. Uh, and that was the one that always bugged me the most is when he threw the crystal, the sound effects were changed for that sequence and it drove me crazy. So I, I don't like that version as much. Plus it doesn't have as much footage as this. I don't know why they do that, change sound effects. I know, they did the same thing with the director's edition of Star Trek The Motion Picture and that made me crazy too. For one thing, they, they took out like the the red alert guy that keeps going out and go, red alert, red alert. They took all that out. But I like that. It's it, it's annoying, but I like it. It's, well, it sounds you, cool. You get used to it. Yeah. I mean, when it's movies like this that I've seen it so many times that I even have the, the sound effects memorized, when they change things, I notice it and it makes me crazy. Granted, this is my favorite movie, and granted, it is chock full of tons of moments and imagery and things that I love. But if I if I had to come down to a single segment of the film that's my favorite, it, it's the Fortress of Solitude. I, I love this whole this whole part. Nice. Now there's was nice. that? my son. <laughs> now there's a lot of extra I love that shot there's a lot of extra this is extra footage right here where he walks right into the camera which is very awkward um, but there's so much extra footage in this sequence of him build, not only building the fortress but then from this point on when uh, from here until Jor-El actually shows up when the hologram starts to form, right. listen to pay attention to the music because it's going to retrack several times. Because this music that's playing right now is just prior to where the hologram starts to form. In the in the, you're going to hear that tinkle 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 sound in a second, unless they track back again. You hear it? That sound. Yeah. That's when Jor-El's hologram started to appear in the theatrical cut. But we're nowhere near that yet. So it's going to retrack a couple of times before we actually get to it. And like I say, it's, it's probably something only like a film score, not like me, catches. But I, I definitely catch it. This is such an incredible set. I love this. I can't imagine this still exists, though, does it? I don't, I don't think it does. I can't imagine it exists. 
I even like to have a model of that. Yeah, that, that's why I'm saying I, I can't believe that there hasn't been more merchandising of elements of this movie. Actually, a lot of that, I just realized, looks a lot like a matte painting. Did you notice that? That that wide shot a moment ago. The, the edges of it almost looked like a... Like you a, might have hit the nail on the head. Yeah. I love this. Like, it's really quiet. I love that little throb that it makes, that little sound in the background. That's cool. Yeah, this is an amazing set. Yeah, that's that same little snippet tracked again. I think that's the fourth time it's played now. Were those pieces, those shield-like pieces, were they pentagonal like his shield? I just noticed that. I didn't think they were pentagonal. I could be wrong. Put that in my drink. That would be great to put in your drink. <laughs> Somebody bought... I saw it on eBay a while back, or not eBay, uh, Facebook, I mean, a while back, where somebody actually bought a crystal or, or several of these, like the real crystals that are in this scene. Like somebody bought some of those not long ago. That's cool. I've never quite understood the ice mask thing. Yeah. Tuning in, that's the thing. <laughs> Please do not adjust your set. You have to let the set warm up. <laughs> oh, now you show up. The child supports. Now you will reach It's got to be a bitch to get the ga- cable guy to come all the way out there if the <laughs> picture's not coming in, though. That I have this is actually terrible reception. I'm giving you food on our voyage to your metal home. These are important matters to be sure of. I do love this. I really do. This is this this is the scene for me. I, I love this this and the helicopter. The helicopter. And it is time. I love that whole sequence. Here this this fortress of solitude. I, one of the things I love about Superman, you know, I, this probably seems like a stupid and obvious thing to say, but I mean, I love the, the super heroics aspect of him, but where I think this movie really has the edge over all the other Superman movies and, and over other superhero movies in general is, you know, it keeps going back to the sci-fi element, you know, and I really like this, you know, the, the, the whole... I don't know, it's, it's hard to put into words, but I just, I like the, the, the massive scope of it, you know? Well, for me, the whole concept of Superman, that you have all these powers, 
you could rule the planet right. if you wanted. But completely altruistic. That's the superpower. Right, right. Completely altruistic. I love this line. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I do wonder about Jor-El's motivation because at times this dialogue, if you really listen to it and pay attention to it, it, it almost does sound like not necessarily that he wants Kal-El to rule humans, but basically like take charge. You know what I mean? That is an example. That's how I do it. I feel that I know a lot of people say this is a very a Moses story, right? I kind of uh, feel there's some vibes of like Jesus. Almost. Yeah, yeah. The whole from the Father to the yeah, Son. Yeah, no, I definitely feel more the Jesus thing than the than the Moses parallel. The only the only Moses part to me that ever worked with that analogy is you know Moses being cast right. down the river, you know, and that that whole thing, but. But I'm not entirely comfortable with, with Superman as space Jesus either, you know. I, no, I, I see the parallels. It's this, this movie that does it, for, you know, makes right. the parallel. Like right. it's, not, it's not the comics, it's that whole spiel. The father to the son, the son to the father. I wonder how uh, uh, Siegel and Schuster felt about that, if they even put any of that together with them being Jews, you know, and obviously, you know, drawing on, on some of that, you know, in, in their inspirations for the character, you know. I can see them drawing on the Moses aspect as far as sent down the river to lead the people into the world of tomorrow. Man, I wish they would remaster this movie in 3D. This would be so awesome in 3D. I have sent them you. My only son. My only son. Back to the friggin' mask. You should have a second mask with a big smile. <laughs> what a reveal. Love it. Love it. Now, is this Reeve right here? Because I can never get a really good... New York City. Look at that. See by the Trade Center? Yeah. That's the way it was when I was a kid. <laughs> they built Battery Park City on that. Now I get a thrill watching it now, having actually been to some of these locations. Okay, I mean, because... That was just, I mean, to actually have walked into this building. The Daily News Daily building. News, yeah. And, 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 yeah, I mean, just such a thrill. Stood right there in the, in the shadow of the Chrysler building. And everything. yeah, it's just awesome to me. Because to me, I mean, New York is just, you know, it's the, it's the world's biggest movie set, you know? Yeah. Everywhere I went, it was like, oh, I saw that and that movie and that and that. You know, that's, what I, that's the thrill I got out of the experience. They really took, this movie in particular, took advantage of 
New York City. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. The second one, not so much. There's other things. I blame the second one for for my mistaken impression as a kid that New York City and Niagara Falls were right next to each other because you know you cut from one from one to the other, you know, within two scenes and Good reporter doesn't get great stories, Jimmy. Good reporter. Makes, Makes them great. She hears that story on the East Side Murder Case. Where is it? The banner headline from page. Yeah. God, look how young Mark McClure was. Good lord. When I was seven, I thought Margot Kidder was the most beautiful woman on the planet. She's. She's weird in both this and the other one because I don't think of her as like beautiful or, or even particularly attractive like right there I don't think she's particularly attractive looking but then there are moments of the movie where she's like radiantly beautiful like when, when she's flying with him you know, like the whole flying sequence I, I think she's very pretty see look at this on, on the wall there that's the seal of the state of yeah. New York why yeah. would anyone want to make a total stranger look like a fool see this I I, I, I his clock can turns me off. I'm sorry. Really? Because he, he, he comes across like a... Like a buffoon? Yeah. yeah. Whereas George, George Reeves didn't come across that way. You know what I mean? Right. Super copy. <laughs> take I think... I'm giving him the city beat. I mean, given how Clark was in the comics at the time, I think Reeve is playing a nice middle ground. Yeah. He's not the total nebbish, you know, wimp that he was in the comics to a point where. See, I always thought in the comics, you know, the, the comic version of this time, he was actually drawing more attention to himself as Clark Kent. As a by, TV reporter. Well, not just the TV reporter thing, but just by being such a pussy, you know, and such a nebbish and, and that sort of thing, that it was actually drawing more attention to him than if he was just kind of like, you know, like in the background, like don't draw attention to yourself. Right, you know, just be on the down low all the time, you know, type of thing. I don't see how you could be a first class reporter and be such a. Oh, you know, right, right, yeah. Stay here. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the adventures of Superman. I think Clark Kent even like hit people at times. Did he? I think so. I want to watch that, and unfortunately, I can't find it to stream no. anywhere. I made such a mistake. I had all the DVDs, and then I subscribed to the. Remember when DC was going to have unlimited? Yeah. And I got rid of them. Oh, you know that's the thing that's killing me is that um, DVDs are practically worthless now. And you can not get those, but not those exactly. Yeah, like I just got um, Justice League, like Justice League and Justice League. I haven't ordered Unlimited yet, but I'm about to. 
but I just got seasons one and two of Justice League. I didn't pay any more than $5 for either of the seasons, and that's including shipping. Well, I'm going to be doing, picking those up again. I made such a mistake, I had all that odd media, and I got rid of it. So this really is the daily news right here, and it still looks exactly like this, which is really cool. 45 years later, it still looks exactly like that, which is really, really neat. That big globe is there. Those big clocks are there. We used to get the daily news delivered every day. What I can't believe is... Now, granted, the last time I was there was right in the heart of COVID, so I can kind of understand why the security guys were assholes. Oh, by the way, I looked it up today. Rex Reed is still alive. Yeah. He is 80-something, 86, I want to say, years old now, but he is still alive. That's pretty funny, though, they had Rex Reed. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Welcome to New York. This Pike Street. Now, where is that? Do you know? It's got to be near, uh, believe it or not, I believe it's near police headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think police headquarters. Yeah, they may have just opened it. That's like near Chinatown. That's funny. I'm trying to remember the name of the guy. Oh, Billy Crystal. Yeah, I don't know why. This guy always reminds me of Billy Crystal for some reason. He doesn't really even look like him, I don't think, but he does remind me of him. Of course. Now, come on, lady, hand it over. Lois, I think maybe better. Huh? Lois, what are you doing? <laughs> like how his voice goes up. What are you doing? <laughs> nice. of the of the daily news now granted the last time I was there it was like right in the, in the middle of COVID but the security people were kind of kind of dickish they did let us in though which was nice but they were they were kind of I don't know they were just kind of rude but I got to thinking afterwards I'm like you know from everything I'm hearing like print media is dead or dying I don't know how well the daily news is doing oh, it's or what. Toilet. but I mean if you've got some place like that and you've got people stopping by on a regular enough basis that the security people are a little annoyed by it, why don't you charge admission? You know what I mean? Daily news is dying. It's become a rag paper. I mean, I, I got the impression from the security people that were there that this happens, like, all the time. People stopping by specifically because it was the Daily Planet. So... 
you know, instead of being kind of rude about it or whatever, you know, charge whatever, five, ten bucks, put up a couple of wax figures of, of Lois and Clark, you know, to get your picture. You know what I mean? Make a, make a thing out of it. Monetize that shit, you know? If they were smart, they would. I don't know why when I was a kid, for some reason, I thought that was Gene Hackman. <laughs> I always thought it was um, Richard Donner, the director, but it's his brother. Is it? Yeah. At least I do believe so. I could be wrong about that, but I think that's his brother. Because I think he... I think he tries to include his brother in all his movies, or you know, in as many of his movies as he can. And he's in... Isn't he like the... The... Whatever they call it. Police sergeant or whatever that's in charge of the guys in... Um, Lethal Weapon? Did I, am I wrong about that? I don't know. I don't know. You might be right. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that's his brother. See, this is all extended. Yep. This is another instance where this, the music is going to cycle and track several times. Because the point that it's at right now in the theatrical version with the music, this is just before Luther starts to shove the platform out. Right. So, yeah, and we've still got 10 minutes before that happens. So. <laughs> yeah, so it, it keeps getting cycled and retracked. <laughs> oh, yeah, look at all the, look at all the porno, man. Holy shit. You got, you got club. It's, it's, all, it's all the stuff my dad used to keep in the bathroom. Yeah. Look at this oh my Grand God, Central that's, Terminal. It is so awesome to me to have actually been there now. That's gone, though, that big thing, that big light. Yeah. That picture, is, the towels aren't finished yet. Oh, look at the pink suit. That was funny. But yeah, actually being there... This that that was one of my biggest thrills of finally getting to go to New York City that last time. When when was Paul's was that two, that was two years ago now, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that's when we were there because because uh, I took my wife and we, we went to Grant. We did all like all the stuff that Paul didn't want to do that time that he took us. We went and did on our own. So we did like all of Midtown and we went to Grand Central and Macy's and. Daily News and all that stuff. Central Park. It was awesome. But this, this was one of the biggest thrills for me. Dynamite! Oh, it looks like J.J. <laughs> Who's the kid in the striped strip that's just wandering around? I've seen him like three times now. I can't believe that's the captain from Lethal Weapon. I never realized that. I wonder how much of this is the real Grand Central and how much is a set, though. Was that? This has got to be a set because we look at this as New Haven line. That never came into the city, I don't believe. Now, the guy that's, what do they call that, the conductor or whatever that's making the call, he says Syracuse. Does it really go from New York to Syracuse? 
Amtrak probably. Does. Oh, okay. But it wouldn't be the Metropolis; it would be Amtrak. See, that's another thing: is that you know, again, as a kid, not understanding distances and all, I remember that line of you know him mentioning Syracuse, and I'm like, oh, well, New York's got to be near Syracuse. Then. Doesn't he mention Albany too? Yeah, I think he does. Yeah, and that's a good what three hours or better, three four hours. It's uh, ninety ninety miles about from uh, the city. That's the New Haven. These were all dead, I believe. What the hell is that? Oh, it's people. There was a. Did you see that? That line of like blue going up over. And I was looking at it, going, "What is that?" It was people walking like up a like an elevated platform. So that's the great thing about being able to watch it widescreen, you know, you know, on the huge screen again like this is you can see all the details you miss watching it for generations on a on a tiny little tube, you know? Yeah. It's like a whole new world. And that's a diesel engine. That wouldn't have come into this. <laughs> that is clever, though. I like that. Imagine building something. So that's it. <laughs> it's amazing how you can take one track that's relatively short and get this much play out of it by just just re-editing it and moving it around. I watched him and I think I know how he does it. You know, the irony is the police radios didn't work in the subway. Because <laughs> we had a transit police at the time. What is your favorite extra scene? Like, like it, that is part of this that is not in the theatrical cut. Oh, let me think. Oh, it's just like the control panels on the Death Star. Can you see that? Oh, the old tricolor yes. big screen. Yeah. Projection. Yeah. That's funny. I think I'm gonna have to hold off on that to the end, where I've been refreshed on everything. Oh, that's rear projection. I just realized that. That's clever. Yeah, that's cool. So the train was rear projected. Uh, so that they could be in the scene to get that was cool. Harry. Harry, where are you? These uniforms Harry. the cops wear? Yeah. You just changed the name Metropolis to New York's this <laughs> you know, the iconography and the symbols, it's the same as the city. That's cool. And the cars it'll be the same thing. Sick. <laughs> See, doesn't that control look like the? It looks like the Death Star panels. <laughs> Recycle, reuse. You really think? You know, it, they could be. Come to think of it, because the chest that he keeps the kryptonite in is the same chest that Ben Kenobi keeps uh, Luke's father's lightsaber in. So it could, it could be. 
Jim had people shelling out, <laughs> shelling out like square feet of common elevator. Fiendishly gifted. Uh, no. Try twisted. I never thought she was particularly attractive. She never did a thing for me. I like her. I mean, I like her character and all that, but I just, yeah, she's going for the whole, what do they call it, the femme fatale, and I just... Who was, is that Rommel? Uh, I always thought it was Mussolini, but yeah, I'm, I'm one of those guys. No, no, no. just talking about you. He should have a. He should have that hall of villains that all have his face, you know, like, like Hitler and yeah, like what's his name had in the James yeah, Bond yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Microfiche machine. Is that the newspaper I asked you to give me? How come I'm not reading it? Yeah. Why am I not reading it? Because I haven't given it to you yet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what my favorite line in this whole scene is? Are we going to ask <laughs> Ababa? The United States government will not be involved in the greatest real estate swindle of all time. Lance, what is this obsession with real estate? All time, land, land, land. Mr. Sparker, when I was six years old, my father Get out. Me. Get out. <laughs> Before, Before that. that. <laughs> he said, I love him. He is, he's awesome in this. Collapse. People are no damn good, but they will always need land, and they'll pay through the nose to get it. Remember my father. I don't. I can't tell if it was intentional, or it's just how things end up playing out in this. But I like that he's almost like not not like campy or cartoony, but he's. Almost kind of silly. You, what are out you know, you, you don't take him terribly seriously, and, and, and if you're familiar with like the comics and stuff, you're looking at him and you're like, "This is Lex Luthor." Right up until he springs the trap on Superman, and then he's evil, and I really like that because it's a nice. You know, you realize like, okay, this guy's twisted. This, this I remember, the feeding the babies yeah. as being part of this and not the movie. Yep. Well, his whole plan is completely evil. Oh, yeah. Completely, completely. This is another fabulous... Uh... Those controls even look like, like Star Wars. That does. Controls. I've often wondered why they cut this. Does it just go on too long? Or? I think that's why. They never tell you what the babies are, though. Who's that in that picture over there? I can't tell. It's not Al Capone. The suit. No. 
It's like Boss Tweed or something like that. I don't know who that's supposed to be. I think they're all supposed to be like famous. We need to get the uh, the Google photo. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I think you're definitely right. That's Mussolini. Looks a little like Anwar Sadat, but I don't think he did. <laughs> I never cared for the one on the Adventures of Superman. No, I never cared for me. And he's all he needs to be, you know. He he doesn't need you know a whole arc or you know a lot of character or anything. It's just he's the, he's the grumpy editor, you know. And I like uh, Jackie. Cook. I remember when Superman Returns came out. They had all those interviews with all the people involved. And I remember him being interviewed wearing, you know, a suit and tie with an American flag bit on his lapel. Oh, is he still alive? Nah, he's dead now. No, that maybe, was about like oh five. Returns, he was. He was still. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I didn't know that. Lady. He must have been ancient by that point, though. Look how dated this is, lady. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> just stroll right Whoa, into there. What's yeah. the problem? Would you be a pet mail that for me? Oh, sure. Uh, and pick up my dry cleaner. <laughs> oh, <laughs> going up. Going up, up, up. <laughs> I'm gonna whip you around, but for me to death with it. Do you just feel that chill building that you know what's coming? Right. I love it. Uh, David Plantercopter. And this is him. One, one, go ahead. Right. Well, is, isn't this Christopher here. Reeve's We're voice? Oh my God! Yeah. Holy That's shit! Him. I never know. I never realized That's that. Brooklyn. Oh my God! That is his. I never realized that before. Wow. And what is that? Is that the Empire State Building? Right no, there? that's the World Trade Center right there. What is what is this building right uh, here? One of them is the Woolworth. I forget what the others are called. Empire's now way this, uptown. Was this right before or right, right after the panic? Before. Right before. Yeah, because we were still doing it back then. I just I just learned about that relatively recently. About the Pan Am one. That sounded horrible. Are you a fan of uh, of Kong seventy six? It was right around the same time. As Which well? one? Kong, the King Kong. Oh yeah. Yeah, I love that movie. That's another one. 
like these, like this in like Star Trek the Motion Picture where they finally put out a Blu-ray that's the theatrical, or I mean, uh, excuse me, the TV rather. Oh, I have it's to on, It's on both. That. Both are on there. It has both the theatrical cut and the extended TV cut is on there. That pilot always reminds me of Cold Mini from uh, from Star Trek. Yeah. It is ironic how right after this they have that massive accent. on this Blu-ray presentation to have to have it to where you could watch it in the in the TV style if you wanted to where it stopped right. for the evening because somewhere in this sequence is where it cut because it was a two-night affair. I think it she starts to fall and cuts. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Hey, look at yeah. that. Those were all squad cars. <laughs> Fire department had one light on the top. That's funny. We, that's that's exactly. something that's not appreciated to this very day is these shots where many of them are composites of model work versus the real Daily News building, mm-hmm. and they blend so well. A lot of these effects still blend really, really well. This is just amazing. So I always used to think she was holding on to the, the radio? CB radio that's what I cable. Too. And I was like, damn, that's one tough CB, but she's holding on to the seatbelt. Now, I wanted so bad either of the times I was in New York to go to the building with the revolving door mm-hmm. but it turns out that in reality now he just runs across the street here but in reality they are blocks like multiple blocks apart from each other well, apparently it's still there though that revolving door in New York they're there. blocks apart in Metropolis they're right there <laughs> Best shirt rip of all yeah. time, right there. With the music in it. Oh my god, that's awesome. That's a bad outfit. <laughs> that looks so awesome. It, what the hell is that? Yeah, you're right. Join us tomorrow night. Huh? <laughs> Now, in the old pan and scan days of VHS, you often didn't see, I don't think you saw the guy actually, like right here, was she saying, I don't believe that? They had it pan and scan in such a way that she was cut off the screen, so you heard her voice, but you didn't actually see her saying the words. God, I love that. This is the best. I love I think that woman who says, you know, he got her. I think she was a real reporter. I think. Love love the music. This is how I introduced my daughters to Superman. 
I fast forward to this scene and show you the I think any good parent that's going to introduce their kids to Superman, this is where you need to start right here. Do you have one of those, the helicopter? Do you have the toy helicopter? I do. I just got, I got it last year. I want one. I need to get one. I was here. Was it last year? No, Yeah, we went to Universal. I was in Universal and I got the notification from eBay <laughs> and bought it while I was down here. That's awesome. A friend. Do you notice when he's walking away from her the first time? She doesn't. She can't see his face, but he's grinning. Real, yeah. yeah, I love that. Every time I see that, it just makes me smile. But that siren is here. That's added footage. I think that I I my I didn't catch it. I think it was supposed to be WPIX. Ah! I could be wrong. That rear projection stuff looks so good. You will believe a man can fly. Oh yeah, absolutely. Now I watch this movie. Now I still can't believe those buildings are gone. <laughs> this is great. And this is the Grace Building. This is one of the few extended bits that, that I, I, I think is actually done a disservice by the extension. It just goes too long. And it's... At one point, they spoil how the effect was done. That's, that's rear projection. That background over there has that kind of theme park, like Spider-Man the Ride look to it, but it's still cool. I love it. <laughs> How does he not hear that? I never understood that. I love that that look in his face. Like what? The? See right there. Why? Why would you go with that angle? Wait, that's him coming out the... He just came out of that... Oh, okay, all right, he's going into more than... Okay, I got you. But still, they should have started with that shot where he's coming out. Right. I love that. Something wrong with the elevator? This upshot of him, that shot. I love that shot. The way that's lit. Cape doesn't hang down behind him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what building is that? I think it's the Grace Building. What is that? Uh, good evening, officer. Uh, Mooney. Well, they say chemicals. Is it still there? I believe it is. That's I think cool. it's near the New York Public Library, Midtown. Oh, wow. That's cool. I love this next scene. This is yep. <laughs> we never had the double lights like that, though. It was just one set. Oh, yeah, I just noticed that. Yeah. I have the Courtney car where the markings <laughs> don't match, but they got the double light right. Actually, shooting the windows out. 
That used to be a thing in TV in the 70s, shooting out the car window in the street. Right well, you know, in, in the movies, if the if the bullet hits the window, then the bullet just stops there. Right. You know, it, doesn't, it doesn't continue on to take anybody out. It's like the A team where the where the balsa wood boxes stop bullets. Yeah. God, the cars are nice. Little bit of language. Did he say it? Did he say move your ass? Yeah. Oh, he did? Okay. I thought they blocked that out on TV. <laughs> turkeys. Sculpture type of thing. That's how they did that. See, look, see the, the city flag? That's our flag. Look at the big bluebird. Finish what you start. I'm sure it's a little tight on him, isn't it? I love that. Now, what are we going to do with this thing? <laughs> Only first bottles on me. Isn't that the same shot they use when he retreats from the villains, though, in the third movie? Remember when he, fly, he ends up flying away? After they throw the bus at him, he ends up flying away? Uh, yeah, it could be. Same, I think it's the same shot, or, or one very much like it. Yeah, this was a much shorter scene. Yeah, her voice doesn't match either. Hi, we're going to learn about child abuse today. Come <laughs> on. All right. Here you go, Miss. He's nice, mister. He's such a naughty cat. I always tell him not to. Oh, well, Sounds like your voice doesn't match. Yeah, your voice doesn't match. We all got a little afraid of heights now and again. <laughs> well, goodbye, Frisky. Go on now. Maybe Frisky finds you annoying. I love this shot. Watch how he flies right now. Kind of swoops Mommy. off to the side. I love that. Uh huh. Uh huh. Haven't I told you to stop telling lies? <laughs> That's what we did in my day. <laughs> Do it your damn self. This is longer too. Yep. Yeah, there's a reference to uh, to Carter. That's him again. Is it? He's on the radio. Well, that looked too good. What do you think? No, it's extra. It's extra fun. That's great. Better time to get rid of drink. See, we need old man drinks. After a mouthful of peanuts with you, Mr. Carter. Oh, what's funny though is later on when they call the president because of the missiles, the, the president in that scene is four. So it's, it's kind of weird. It's,
just realized they didn't add the, the full track of music into this part, though, because it's still going to come up right when he, when he grabs the wing. But if you listen to that track on the album, the uncut version, it's, it's already been going ever since the beginning of that scene. There's been music. And then it comes in like that with his theme when he catches the wing. So it's one of the few times they didn't put all the music back in. What the hell is going on out there? Oh, how many more times can you say hell, dude? We got something. I saying what it is. Just trust me. I like that shot. <laughs> you enjoyed it. What do you think about this scene? I don't care for this scene. You enjoyed it. He's going to ask him that in Superman I too. Say, Father, I, I'm afraid I, I just got carried away. I Something is off in I this scene, that. and I can't... You couldn't have imagined. His hair, for one How thing, looks funny. And I kind of wonder if this was shot like a lot earlier than everything else. Because he himself looks... I don't know, he looks different, don't you think? Yes. The reasons are two. First, you cannot serve humanity 28 hours a day. 24. 24. See, we've established Jarrell with time is not See, I like it better with Jonathan coming up with this. Yeah. Do not punish yourself for feelings of vanity. Simply learn to control them. There's no fiction come to all. Have you ever seen the um, the Donner cut of Superman? So you know that that part where instead of doing the whole Eiffel, Eiffel Tower thing, they they spliced in the test footage. Mm-hmm. of her tricking him with the gun but they look so much different because they were younger and it's test footage and you know the makeup wasn't fully all that that's what this right here reminds me of with Chris Reeve he just looks different somehow and I can't quite you know what I mean his yeah. hair is different he looks almost younger and maybe a little bit thinner like he hadn't fully bulked up yet you know what I mean it just, it just looks funny to me somehow do you think it was test footage? To I am not, I the costume looks off, too. Yeah, I, I, I can't quite place it, but every time I see this scene, it just doesn't jibe with the rest, you know, everything around it. Now, I mean, I understand it's, it's you know, footage that's been put back in. I get that, but that's not, that's not the only reason it doesn't work for me. It, it just, it looks off somehow. That one reporter just showed there is the guy that Vader chokes at the uh, at the table in Star Wars. I don't know the actors. JDC. That's Richard Donner. Oh my God! Yeah. That's extra footage too. Sort of fantastic host. 
I always thought that was Lyle Wagner. <laughs> it does look like him, doesn't right? it? Doesn't. Oh my god, yeah, it really does. They both have an obsession with wigs, these two. Before its big refurbishment a couple of years ago, um, Planet Hollywood at, well, back then it was Downtown Disney, now it's Disney Springs. They had Luther's robe there. And, oh my God, I wanted it. <laughs> I kept thinking, how can I manage that? But uh, it's gone now. But they, yeah, they had a bunch of cool stuff there that's not there now. They had uh, Daryl Hannah's Finn from Splash and all kinds of cool stuff there. If he is, he's not from this world. This was really a fantastic idea for a set. It's a great set, yeah. It's... That's got to be one of the, the great movie sets of all time, in my opinion. And the irony is, it, this is a stretch, but there's tons of, you know, abandoned oh, yeah, yeah. stations, tunnels. Did they create all of that, or, or did they use some existing structure and, and kind of morph it into this? Do you know? That I don't know. That's some pretty. I uh, kind of think they had to make that. I can't think of where else this could have been. You know what else they would have used this for? Planet of the Apes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just took a picture of himself with a Polaroid, a primitive Polaroid with the cube. Remember the cubes? Does she ever look at the picture? I don't think she does. Does she ever look at it to realize it's him and not her? What the hell is that thing around this neck? Maybe this guy that buys is just sort of passing through, you know? No, no, that's humongous stuff. On your life. Some sort of like. Which I gladly sacrificed, by the way. The Eye of Agamotto or something. Oh, what the hell that's supposed to be? Notice the colors. Next time, put my robe on after. Green and purple. <laughs> That's great. Now look, the post, it flies. The news. Look Daily news. Flies. The time, the bomb buzzes <laughs> Metropolis. The planet. We're sitting on top of the story, story of the century here. I want the name of this flying whatchamacallit to go with the date. Is there a date? Can you read the date? Franks and Beans. What's the date? Politics and corruption. Can't I don't think that he would uh, lend himself to any cheap promotion. I make him a partner. <laughs> anyway, how would you know that, Ken? Um, uh, uh, just a uh, first impression. Well, anyway, I was talking cheap. I make him a partner if I have to, right? Right. <laughs> I want the real story. I want the inside dope on this guy. I like that. The guy behind clock looks live? like cheap Ernest, cheap Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> <laughs> Dis, discount or discount. 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 get the real one. That's going to be his new name from now on. He's in another scene later. Isn't he the guy that fusses at him about standing in front of the television or something like that? I think so. <laughs> I like that look on her face. <laughs> the biggest interview. Who was that old guy that looked like Elf? Did you see him? God dog the moon. <laughs> what are you standing around about for? What are you standing around about for? <laughs> oh, I love him. He's awesome. Get out of that story. 
Parker, give me some pictures. See, look at. <laughs> I've seen that guy before in something. I don't know what, but I've seen him before. Black, no sugar. You heard him? Look at that pie. Go, I don't work for you. Okay, does him having a super copy shirt does that work? I don't know. What are they getting paid that she could have this place in Manhattan? I'm pretty sure a reporter wasn't making that kind of money. She hasn't even won a Pulitzer yet either. She's got a place better than Lex Luthor. Good evening. I love the colors. Marlboro cigarettes. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you have plans? Look how that pops. Oh, this whole thing, no. Well, listen, it's no trouble at all. This no. custom was perfect. Don't move! Um, I love that. Good evening, Miss. It just totally... He sells everything with this. Don't fly away, all right? Sorry to... Uh, you see right there, I do think she's attractive. You know, there must be a lot of questions about me that people in the world like to know the answer. Of course, yeah. Uh, in 1970s... See how his hair is different now? It's not all, like, poofy weird looking on mm -hmm. the sides like it was uh, in that really other scene. I think you're right. I think it was some kind of a test shot. Not yet. <laughs> well, not yet, thank goodness. But you're working on it. <laughs> um, would you like a black wine? Uh, no, In 1978, it was a tie between her and Princess nice Lois. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, well, forget about Jessica. With the, you. Jessica. From Logan's Run. Jenny, uh, Jenny Auger? Oh, you might have been a little young. Well, I was a little young for that. I didn't see that at that time. Are you married? <laughs> uh, no, no, not. This interplay between them is uh, no, I don't, but, uh, perfect. If I didn't explain, you'd be the first to know about it. Hmm. See, she's beautiful. Yeah, she is. Right there, she is. She's um, made up really nice. How old are you? Over 21. Oh, I get it. You don't want anyone to know how old mm. you are. And how big are you? <laughs> How tall are you? Uh, well, they do call me Superman. <laughs> Supposedly, that was a Freudian slip on the set, and they just kept it in, which is brilliant. Well, I assume then that the, the rest of your bodily functions are normal? Fully. Yes, I crap when I fly. It's it's just more expedient. It that goes way. right through you. Paul, effing Superman. He took out the hood of the car. He waits till you've had the car washed first, and then he just like a bird, you know. Of course you do. He sits on the wires and just waits. That you can see through anything. Yes, you can. God, what I'd give for that and pie. And that you're uh, <laughs> totally impervious to pain? Well, so far. What kind of underwear am I wearing? Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm embarrassed to do my... Oh, no. No, 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 not at all, Miss Lane. It's just that this platter must be made of lead. Don't put that in the paper. Right. I sort of have a problem seeing through lead. 
You might not want to publish that, Lois. Don't put that in the picture. See, I like that, though, because it shows his naivete, you know? Like uh, Ralph or something? Ralph. Yep. Ralph Superman. That's my name. (laughs) Um, Sorry, Miss Lane. I didn't mean to embarrass you. Oh. What's your background? Uh, Where do you hail from? Like New Jersey. It's one of the many questions he asked her. How do you spell that? You know, they're going to ask me how to spell it. My son. (laughs) K-R. Do you think he did, like, spelling tests with him? Stop. I mean, why are you here? There must be a reason for you to be here. Yes. Hey, you invited me. Truth, justice, the American way. And he sells it. But he sells it. Yes, I know. I know. I love that part. I shouldn't have talked over it. I love that part. That's one of my favorite lines in the whole movie because he totally sells it. And that line, too. Um, uh, and it's right out of the oh, old TV show, too. Yep. Oh, no, really? No, never actually You know, if What's-His-Name really wants to get me on board with, uh, with the new movie because I'm not really liking what I'm hearing so far, he, he can include that line, and that, that will go miles. You mean the one with Miss Maisel who's going to be in it? As low as lane. I just don't like. I don't know. I should, probably shouldn't go into it because I really want to talk about this movie. But I just, I just don't like. It, it's almost like they're throwing everything and the kitchen sink into this movie, and it's like, why? Superman's enough for me. I don't need Guy Gardner. And we couldn't get through the second Man of Steel picture without adding Batman. So why? Right, right. No, I, I shouldn't be. Lark, uh, Is that your boyfriend? Huh? <laughs> oh, Lark. He's no, he nothing. <laughs> that was just a one night thing. <laughs> I was drunk. I like that line too. Peter Pan was just a. or flew with children in a fairy tale like that. Alright, now how do you feel about this scene? Because it seems like all my other friends always want to knock this part of the movie and I love this part of the movie. The flying part I'm good with. It's when she starts with the yeah, can you read Yeah, that's mind? true. Yeah, I could I could go without I could go without that. Actually what what I would like is if somebody would do a fan edit of this where they just take out uh, the the vocals. Yes. Because there is, yeah, there is a version of that on one of the many soundtrack releases that works just fine. You know, the the background music's just fine. That's not the best shot right there. That one one looks a little janky. This works because it shows you the awe and wonder of someone who can't do this. Right, yeah, yeah. Staten Island Ferry in the background. I like that shot. That's cool. 
Oh, I just realized that was back when it still had the lattice torch. Did mm-hmm. you notice that? Prior to 86 when they... Uh... Yeah. So I just saw a thing the other day on, uh, on Facebook where somebody was showing a picture from the American Adventure where um, Ben Franklin and uh, Mark, Twain. Uh, Mark Twain are standing up there. And they were like, should they redo this to make it you know, more accurate to the one? And I'm like, no, I love the lattice one and everything. But I just noticed it was in this movie, too. That's cool. I like this part. I can't believe they're both dead. I know. This is getting to be one of those movies I watch, and it's just like, dead, 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 dead. Yeah, I know, it breaks my heart. There's not too many of them. Who's left? Gene Hackman? Is that it? Mark McClure? Jimmy Olsen, yeah. Because Valerie Prine's gone now, too, isn't she? I think so. Isn't Ned Beatty still uh, No, he's gone. He's gone? Oh, yeah. Oh, shoot. Yep. Yeah, there's not a lot of them left. Jeff East, I assume, is still alive, I guess. I I think he is. I saw him on some interview. Not too long. Last I saw him, he he put on a lot of weight, but I don't know if he's he's still heavy. I I don't know, but he he had at one point. You know, and it's not just them being dead. It's the tragedy of the way that we went to. Yeah, I know. I know. See, I could do, do without this. Yeah, I like the visuals. You know, right. I, I love the music. I like the visuals. Yeah, the, the goofy rap thing just doesn't quite work. But, but I mean, at the same rate, though, it doesn't... Like, I don't find it, like, cringy. Or, it's just one of those things that's like, eh, I don't need it, you know? Kids at play, I love it. Yeah, she had a very pretty face. Can you picture the things I'm thinking of? Wondering why you are. Did the bird go by yet? I don't think so. I like that part too. Throw a bird at her! Oh, she's cold. Oh, this is it right here. <laughs> this is a nice effect right here. See, I do like with the reboot and of uh, the comics, burn reboot. And then subsequent things where they've kept it that they belong together. Right. And that eventually she's in on it. Right. Right. 
And it's a shame this was never able to go long enough and in such a way that you could have developed that. Yeah, they they went in the opposite direction to where Uh, it was one of those, you know, they could never be together type of things. And I don't know, that's tragic to me. Yes, Uh that is. As, as much as I, I love this. I, it took me years to figure out how they did this, and I think it's so brilliant. It's so well done. It's still seamless. Superman. So he was never actually there. That was all rear projection. No kidding. Yeah, and that's why he's able to be at the door so fast, all in one continuous cut. That's amazing. Because after he he puts her down and the and the perspective changes, he's no longer in the scene. He's rear projection at that point, and it's brilliant. I love it. But they did it so well, and they got the color saturation and everything, and the and the brightness just right that you never know he's not actually standing there. It's, it's never incredible. knew that. I love all the locks she's got on the door. It's typical New York in the '70s. <laughs> I mean, of of all the effects in the movie, that might be the best one of all because I never nobody ever catches it. See, I almost think if they went this way. Lois, there's something I want to tell you. <laughs> well, it's a little early, I think, right. in the very first movie, but yeah. But if at some point. See, Superman 2 works for me. You know, the whole they can't be together at the end and all that. But but where it doesn't work for me is in 4. Now, granted, I know everybody else hates 4. I don't hate 4. I actually like a lot of, a lot of things about 4. But where she comes to him and he temporarily restores her memory and all that and they share a little moment and then he ends up taking it away again, that scene makes me so sad because it's him acknowledging they, they can't, he can't ever have a relationship with her. They can't ever be a normal... And, I don't know, I just, ever since in the comics they actually did become a couple and eventually got, and I'm like, well, why can't they then? Right. You know? Oh, look, Earth 2 did it way before. Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. thinking it's a simple adventure I could get the whole, you know, well, we can't have children, you know, fine. What has chewing gum got to do with the secrets of the universe? Look at all the cobwebs. Right, right, Mr. What's he got? Is that a butterfinger? You want M, Mr. Luthor? M as in moron. <laughs> so, there you go, M. M as in moron notice? No, no, no. It's N. Oh. N as in Neanderthal. Nincompoop. Nitwit. What is that? Well, is that a pair of ash cheeks? That's <laughs> what I was just going to say. What the hell is that? He had his ass bronzed or something. I don't know what that's supposed to be. Oh, we going? I said that. That's ash footage. He don't drink. He don't smoke. I said that. 
It was in the paper right there. I said it. Do you know why the number 200 is so vitally descriptive to both you and me? What? It's your weight and my IQ. Now think, people, think! So 200 was considered overweight back then? I'm insulted. <laughs> I got news for you, I'm overweight. <laughs> Exploded and went into outer space. It is reasonable to assume... There is no way, looking at that tubby bastard, that he's only 200 pounds. Look at him. Is 200 a good IQ? Yeah, 200? Yeah. Uh, I think so, yeah. Handkerchief. But the level of specific radioactivity is so high to anyone from the planet Krypton, this substance is lethal. How do we know all this? Wait a minute, Mr. Luthor. You mean uh, can't hurt you, <laughs> but this stuff here will kill him. Oh, I don't know how, but okay, yeah. Like yeah, this is one of those. Okay, we're just we're just time. moving things along. <laughs> I don't think too much about it. Well, it's like there's things happening in the gutters that we're not privy to because there was also that thing about Lois where she she asked him in the interview. She goes, "Is it true that you can see through anything?" And I'm like, "Okay, when did he demonstrate his X-ray vision to anybody? You know that sort of thing." Questions, class. Are we going? Looks like a Bernoose. You know, I wrap around. Are we going to Addis Ababa? Another version of missile convoy. My wife watched this program where they were in Addis Ababa. So and so from that, I go, Are we going? And she gets so, after a while, it becomes annoying. Is that a Dodge Monaco? all over the road. Mr. Luthor, do you live in England? <laughs> I love that line. Alright, we are at 7.30. How much? I feel like we got a lot more of the movie left. A robot car. How are we doing here? Oh damn, we have an hour. We'll probably take her, what, 30 minutes or better to get here, so we're we're going to be wrapping up just as she gets... Okay. She's going to get off at 8.30. Oh, 8.30. Oh, okay. So we're going to be good. Okay. Dan Fourth Mission. Is that named after Quail? Oh, no, it's pretty Quail. <laughs> I miss these big-ass cars from the 70s. <laughs> I really do. Mr. Otis, do you live in England? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> it's the car. <laughs> this is an added scene. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of ex extra stuff here. Have you ever tried running in high heels? You probably have. You probably have. That's <laughs> a great line. Let's talk about the first thing that comes up. <laughs> Get that hair. 
This is one of those old tiny cars that listen to this thing. It's like it sounds like dropping a, a tin like a tin garbage can down a flight of stairs. They got the sound effect from Sheriff Lobo. <laughs> J.R. Ewing is in this. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Gets a, he gets a little bit more screen time than, uh, than the theatrical cut, too. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to get a car ahead of course, see if we can get an ambulance ready. Uh, Charlie Baker Ford. Some nice cinematography there, too. Where the hell is this, anyway? You're a military man. Why don't you guys have kept a little closer eye uh, on the yeah, bracket? Yeah, there's, there's some very strict protocols when it comes to stuff like this that they're not at all. I'm also pretty sure they're led by the police when they're traveling around like this. Mouth to mouth. Yes, sir. I won't ask my mother. <laughs> I won't have one of my men doing anything I wouldn't be prepared to do myself. Yeah, but sir, in an ambulance. All right, gather around. Hello, <laughs> face! Yeah, they're about that smart and real This is where too. the lawsuit comes later on. <laughs> like she has a Bugs Bunny moment, too. She's like, you've been eating onions, or whatever the hell she says. That was not in the uh, theatrical, but it should have been. Mm, neither was this. <laughs> he smacks himself in the head with that. That was funny. He's <laughs> <laughs> pulling up. Somebody hurt. <laughs> Imagine an ambulance showing up with only <laughs> one, one guy. No, okay, First thing you're not supposed to do. Get a stretcher. 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 Get a see a long arm (laughs) (laughs) he's really so funny because he can play funny and he can play bad I think the only things I've ever seen him in is this and um Deliverance. See, I've never seen Deliverance. Actually, I saw him in uh, that 
horrible, horrible um, Captain. He was in that, right? That Captain America movie. Oh, the the one where he's the wearing the helmet, rubber, the motorcycle. No, no, no. The one where he's got rubber ears. The one they they made it and then they didn't release it and then they finally put it on video. It's it's atrocious. The one where the Red Skull was Italian. Oh my god! That one? I barely remember that. Yeah, me too. It would too. Be better oh, yeah. if Ned Beatty played Captain America. <laughs> I think he's in that because I think he and uh, I think Ronnie Cox is in that too, right? I have to. I don't know. I I really tried to blank that that movie out of my memory because it was shit. Otis. Otis. Oh gee. She was actually egging him on there for a minute. Did you see that? He's beating the hell out of him. <laughs> she, she laughing there at the end. Yep. <laughs> Who's that goober? Yep. Yeah, I wonder where all this is at. This is supposed to be like Colorado. Isn't that where Norad used to be? Uh, yeah, I think so. Something like that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I just got, I mean, I got mixed up. I'll go in there and I'll fix that thing. Okay, Otis. Okay. We really blooded him up, didn't we? Same time. David, another X-Men This actually gives a better view of what a violent guy he is. <laughs> the feeling with some of these like this scene in particular that it's one of those ones where the director just like let it roll and they're just ad-libbing and stuff I, I think I don't know it's hard to say are you mad <laughs> didn't we just see this before <laughs> now we're gonna go in the Navy I know some people don't like this with all the extra stuff in it because a lot of it doesn't necessarily add much, but I, I do like it. I really do. I'm with you. I'd rather see everything that was the same. Yeah. It's, it's letting the movie breathe. Well, let me do it again. I can get it right now. I got experience now. How would you like the heady experience of being thrown from a moving vehicle? You want to buy it back? Where would you even get something like this? All I can think of is that it must have killed somebody that was moving a house and just taking it, I guess. I, I don't know. 
get it right for you. Yes, Mr. Bolton. Now, what's he telling them to get right? Because he's not going to be the one that does it. I think he just means go along with it. that all the subordinates just repeat what the spears are saying. Is that what it was like? Yeah, it ain't <laughs> far off. <laughs> I love she's wearing this getup and scaling the bridge with a wig on. All right, now listen, you're going to have to circle back. I don't have to. Hell it ain't. You're going to have to. You're going to have to. You're going to have to. You're going to have Nobody knows where they're going. <laughs> Sorry, we operate on the ward. I love that. I love that part where he gets indignant about being called a sergeant. Like anybody cares. This man is a diabetic. <laughs> He's eating a chocolate bar. Well, it gives him a lot of sugar. Yeah. All right, now listen, you fellas. Back in here. Go back a few miles. Pull off. But now, see, she only said three things, too. Are this four coordinates? And they're not the same numbers, <laughs> not either. not the same numbers. She sent it to Hackensack. Yeah, I noticed that every time I watch this, it's like, okay, if that's supposed to be correcting what the other one, then why are, why are they not the same numbers? So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Sometimes you just gotta roll with it, I guess. <laughs> I know that the Jimmy from the from the old TV show is in it. He's Bibbo at the at the bar. But you tell me, Keith, what do you think about? We had one of these. Ours no was green. No Seventy two LTD. Oh. <laughs> no precious minerals. Hell, no water anymore. I hope his name was Custer. All up <laughs> service those towns on the other side of the mountain. If we still had water, we would never sell our beloved land. Well, my, uh, my, my associate, Mr. Olsen, is taking pictures of that dam right now, Chief, but what I don't understand is why you would fill out the face person that you've never met. I mean, you don't even know his name. Oh, yeah. Pay attention. <laughs> Holy jeez. That's a stupid high price he offered for this worthless piece of desert. I hope it's custody. <laughs> why is she conducting the Perfect. interview while That's they're just tooling around out there anyway? <laughs> Maybe he needed a ride, so I guess. Yeah, he's like, I'll give you an interview if you give me a ride into town. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it is there. Yeah. Ernest Bog Knight. Who is this old guy right here? He looks familiar. It's wet. I love this part. 
Yeah. She's out west looking into a land fraud deal. Sent young Olsen with her on his first assignment. Some unidentified clown out there is buying up thousands of acres of worthless desert at incredible prices. Oh, that doesn't seem to make sense. I like how he's always futzing, like, like he's nervous, you know? He's always playing with, with something or moving his fingers. You notice that? Like a nervous habit. Frankly, I've never been able to understand violence in any form, Mr. Wayne. I know that about you, Kent. One of the reasons I wanted to talk to you. I've been in this news gang 40 years, man and boy. And I got where I am with guts, compassion, elbow grease, and something you're sadly lacking in, son. Um, humility? No, not humility. You got bags of humility. <laughs> Aggression, confidence. That's the ticket. Take charge. Let people know who you are. Why, I was some boy 10 years old. This is absolute. Only one thing alive with less than four legs can hear this frequency, Superman, and that's you. Uh, In approximately five that? minutes, a poison gas I like this part. Half the population of Metropolis. Well, I was a reporter before most of my friends were copy boys. That's what I want you to do. Boy, get lost. Introduce you to Superman. Find out who you are. 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 Find out Nobody notices him jump out the window. Okay. Talk about a quick change. Love that shot. Yep, I love that shot. Love it. It reminds me in a lot of ways of the old TV show. He's so much better, but he's still. Love this flyby shot coming up right there. That's awesome. I don't know how they did that other than maybe they swung him by it really fast, but that's a great shot. Hotel Carter? Just stay away from this hole. <laughs> Get out, why? I love that. That is so cool. I don't know how they did that, but I like that effect. It looks so good. Look at that overgrown boy scout, Miss Tessmacher. Tell me what you see. Temple. Yeah. Like and one of the best things they ever did when they re-released this and they did the special edition was adding this scene back in. And even Donner himself was a, uh, it was him and I think Pierre Spengel I think were on the commentary. Somebody else in, you know, important to the movie. I forget who it was. But he was saying, well, why did they ever cut this? And that's what I want to know. Why did they ever cut this? It looks good. The whole scene oh, works. 
Why did they cut it? He, he didn't. He didn't remember. But some of these shots were in the cards. I'm thinking because I remember. Yeah. Yeah. This is a good shot, right? There. Yeah, I love That's that. That's amazing. It looks really good. Because as good as the theatrical cut is, it, it could have used, you know, some more superheroics. And this is a great superheroics scene. You know, demonstrating his... his powers and his invulnerability. So yeah, I, don't, I have no idea why they kept this. Now what's funny is in the second movie when he's going in the crystal chamber and getting his powers removed, mm-hmm. they actually used a couple of, of sequences here of the getting that right there, of him getting right. frozen. It's part of that scene where he's like gets re-zapped and pulled Built. apart. And all, yeah. Yeah, they actually used a couple frames of that. Imagine the startup capital Luther needed to fund <laughs> all this. <laughs> it's the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. <laughs> Did you come? This. <laughs> He's definitely coming, Mr. Luthor. <laughs> come in, it's off. <laughs> Start to get a sense of how twisted he is. Big time. Looks like Henry Kissinger. <laughs> the one guy in the scene, he's over there, you don't really get a very good look at it. I don't know why. But in that part where they go, New Jersey, what the hell's in New Jersey? And then he turns around and he shrugs. He reminds me of uh, Kevin Smith every time I see him in that part. Man, somebody needs some dust in this place. He needs a better cleanup first. Looks like the haunted mansion with all the cobwebs and stuff all over the place. Now, this is California. Richest, most populous state in the union. I don't need a geography lesson from you, Lou Oh, yes, of course you've been there. I do forget you. Get around, don't you? <laughs> uh, where was I? California. California, right? Oh, the San Andreas Fault, maybe you've heard of it. Y
The joining together of two land masses, the fault line is unstable and shifting, which is why you get earthquakes. Right, I find myself just time. watching it and not, <laughs> not commenting much on it, but I just I get sucked into this part. Very I love this. This line is the richest, most expensive real estate in the world. San Diego, Los Angeles, San Francisco. I don't know if any of this would actually work, but that's, that's pretty cool. I wonder who came up with this idea. Cause, I mean, I know like Mario Puzo worked on it and all that, but I wonder who actually came up with. I forget what grade I was in, but some kid asked the teacher question. Oh, is it true if you detonated the atomic bomb? Test marker peaks. Did you catch that? <laughs> That's great. I love it. Otis Bird. Who's Test Marker She's got her own place. She's got two places. Otis Bird. Okay. And the yes is backwards. <laughs> I can't even spell his name. Twisted dreamer. Your plan couldn't possibly work. I'm going to wear a few problems. Adjusting the precise trajectory of the missile. Finding the <laughs> He's trying to puff himself up to see that. Which, by the way, is uh, right about target it. zero, mm-hmm. right here. Ooh. Ooh. Just ran over that chicken. Just gonna run over he the car. He can't wait to get the hell out of the car. He <laughs> drive like. Do you steal Billy Jack's hat? Thank you, Miss Lane. Yes. Okay, bye. Drive like shit. <laughs> That's her Indian name. Drive like shit. They run the dog over. <laughs> and Jimmy's wandering around the dam here like Stevie Wonder. Cliff Clavin from Cheers. John, John Ratzenberger, yep. Function negative, sir! Function negative, sir! Can't you knock him down? Absolutely impossible, sir. They have the new B-20 level. It's a little known fact that these missiles... familiar from something else too. Wait a minute. That's E.G. Marshall on the wall. Was it? Yes. I never noticed that. God damn thing we can do about Doesn't he look like Kevin Smith? Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, look at that. Get me the president. Well, I mean, they were filmed back to back, but st- yeah, I never noticed that before. Golf cart one. Yep. So see, this president that answers in a second, I think it's supposed to be four, but it's definitely not Mr. Carter. Mr. President! God damn it, what is it now? <laughs> the Pennington's calling, sir. <laughs> that wasn't Carter. Oh, Carter. I don't think Carter golfed. Good job. 
he's still alive. <laughs> I guess we've learned something, right? <laughs> <laughs> Love this part. Yes, friends? Where's the rocks now? It's going like a bat over the Grand Canyon. Stop the other one. The other one? There's two of them? Yes, Superman, double jeopardy. Even you with your great speed couldn't stop both. I don't know. He demonstrates oh, some pretty great speed here in a little while, so I don't know why he couldn't necessarily catch both of them, but okay. It's a nice, uh, nice perspective in the X-ray vision. I'll mold this box into your prison bars. Don't touch that. I like that look. I don't get it. That's kryptonite, Superman. Little souvenir for the old hometown. I've spared no expense to make you feel right at home. Uh, I just find this part with Luther so I don't know, he's so sinister and creepy right here. You really see how how evil he is. Diseased maniac. Yeah, that look. That would be a great problem. Yeah, I know, right? I wonder if that still exists somewhere. We need to bring back ascots too. You know. What do you think? Where are the other missiles headed? Do you? Certainly, I do. Hackens. I know exactly where it's headed. Hackens, New Jersey. I'm not sure it really ever worked for anybody else, and I'm not entirely sure it works for him. <laughs> now, I like how they. There's the green cast in the water like that. That's you know a little bit of green glow in there as well. That's really cool. Now you look at some of these clothes from the seventies. You think it was the drugs? <laughs> oh yeah, that looks good. Lex, my mother lives in Hackensack. Uh, not in a minute. She doesn't. Nope. And that shows how evil he is. Yeah. That's a way to get rid of in-laws. <laughs> School uh, projection TV. That's cool with the, with the tricolor. <laughs> See, that's what they used to be like. They were all washed out looking. And, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Definitely, we're not high debt. <laughs> Give them candy. Shall we play a game? <laughs> God, I haven't seen that movie in years either. I saw it not too long ago. It still holds Does up. Does it hold up? Oh, okay. I need to watch it again. Progress. Oh, 
This is a great set. Just the idea of flooding all that and turning it into a pool is a really cool idea. Brilliant. A little bit of extra footage in this part. So if, if it hadn't been for her mother, would she have just let him die? Yes. You think so? Yes. Maybe. It's the mother that pushes up. Must be cold in there. I noticed that earlier, yeah. See, that's all it's about. Who? Why would she know who Lois and Jimmy are? All right. Guess what I like. <laughs> He always tells the truth. Maybe Lois shouldn't have published all this information. I like that though, that you know, he didn't even he didn't even stop to think about that, you know? That that somebody might try to use that against him, you know. That he he sees the good in people and everything and doesn't, you know, didn't stop to think that, you know, somebody might actually want to try to destroy him. I think that the S actually has, like, some texture to it. Did you notice that? Yes, it does. It has some dimension to it. That's cool. Why did, why did you kiss me first? I thought it was a much longer kiss. I can think you later. I don't know how they did this effect when he takes off, but it impresses me every single time. It looks so good. It's right here. I love that. I love that shot. See, I mean, Lex doesn't hear this massive <laughs> when he's in the next room. You know, plus how far underground are they, you know? He's, he's intent on his TV, so he didn't, he didn't hear it, apparently. Let's see, coming up here is one of the reasons that this this is my favorite cut, because there's an effect shot here that you don't get in any other version of this. This right here. So that shitty, cheesy, fake right. music is covering up the Super Tramp song that was playing, which is actually a really good Super Tramp song, too. But they slip. I'm, I'm pretty sure this is the cut where they slip, and then you actually do hear it for just a moment. And here comes this John Williams score back in. And you get more of it here than you get in any other cut. This, there's a shot here coming up. See? Kevin Smith. Look at this look on his face. What the hell's in New Jersey? See? Right there, that shot. That shot right the cut. Damn, I love that shot. 
when he comes in swooping out of the sky sideways like that and, and tries to I love that shot and now we're back to right there we're back to the theatrical so it's just a little snippet but I love that shot that's a great shot too Well, these effects hold up. Yeah. I think that looks so good. It's practical, that's why. Those I mean, that the rear projection stuff really looks good. Some of the composite shots are a little janky, but the rear projection stuff looks fantastic. Now, this is what releases them from the Phantom Zone. Initially, it was supposed to be, yeah. Now, maybe it's just because I grew up with it, but I really like the Paris stuff in 2. It doesn't bother me, and it really works for me. But, yeah, it would have been interesting if these two, like, flowed seamlessly one into the other. You know, like, throwing the missile out, you know, does lead directly into them getting free in the next movie. I've only ever watched that Donner cut one time, and I gotta be honest. I, see it? You hear it? Right yes. They goofed because they were supposed to take that out. But like you, like you said, it's so short. I wonder if that's how they got away with it. I would bet that's what it's got to be. Because I don't think you hear it again. I also love when he's underground. Pushing up the Yeah, in the it's almost like a like a photo negative or something. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, I love that. It always reminds me, for some reason it reminds me of cereal. It's like when he's really tiny and he's pushing up like the whole landmass. Just the way it looks, somehow it always reminds me of like the old cereals or something. It just has a really cool, unique look to it. Explosion in the theatrical cut. Well, you wrecked the whole bottom of the oh, Right. This looks so good. Hollywood land. <laughs> Great loss. <laughs> this is added, right? This wasn't in the original. Yeah, this is all, all extra. I could see why they didn't add this. It's yeah. This part's a little. This is a little like it almost like Superman three, like the beginning with the pie in the face and all that has that kind of look to it. It's amazing how many people have suits on. (laughs) 
Jake Rattle and Roll. Stan Lee driving the bus. <laughs> What's the matter? You never seen a spaceship before? <laughs> For punching John to show up. <laughs> Bam! One kid looks like Little Richard or something. You see the way he's dressed? Everybody calm and move to the back of the bus. <laughs> right there. I love That's that. That's great. Yeah. That shot right there. That, oh God, I love that. Isn't that cool? That's very cool. Then all of a sudden he puts it back and winds up in the world of evil. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's a little cheesy. that's cheesy. Yeah, that is very cheesy. They should have just got some footage from that movie Earthquake and spliced it in. <laughs> I don't know how that works either. I'm no that's engineer. A good shot right there. But I think that bridge would have went by now. I like, I like that shot of him flying across. How great would it be? Pushes the bus back, flies away, and the bridge just collapses. <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> now the bridge goes. <laughs> I love this part. But the whole thing, the, the shot of the train actually going over him... It doesn't has, look good. Yeah, it's never completely worked for me. Because it looks like it doesn't line, like the shot doesn't line up right. 100%. Yeah, I love everything about it, so... I'm not sure how this really works. Yeah, right honest. there. I, I'm a bit of an engineer, and I don't think that'll work. <laughs> I would run. Now I know I would run. No, let me hang out here and get some pictures. Stupid ass. See, this is Darwin. <laughs> We'd all be better off if Jimmy didn't make it, to be honest. Oh, <laughs> well, we're going to use this in the third, the third picture, right? Somebody get this man some help. Uh, 
some of the miniature stuff looks really good, and then others, not so much. <laughs> it's positively shocking. Let me pop here. No. He's dead. <laughs> He's on his break. <laughs> he dozed off. <laughs> Love the music. I'm going to fall. Bye, Jim. How does how does Superman know Jimmy's name? Have they met? Go ahead, shoot. Ah, extra scene. Now more people die because you're <laughs> taking taking big. Ah, it's just a tribal village. Yeah, nobody cares. Everybody, let's go. Okay, so I'm going to drop you here in the middle of friggin' nowhere and... Wait, but... Bye! It's okay! No, she won't! It's a nice shot. Like a fissure's going to open up and... Man, these people take a long time to get into the same two cars. <laughs> get your shit and get out of there! You know, maybe he should have left Jimmy in an open area where there was nothing to come down <laughs> I'm just saying. There's a Gorn up there throwing all that stuff down. Talk about rock and roll. <laughs> they do look like real rocks, at least. They don't look like styrofoam Star Trek rocks, so that's good. I remember this being very disturbing for me when I was a kid. But notice the fisher stops at her car. Well, it was aiming for her. <laughs> Evidently, this was really disturbing for her in real life. I don't blame her. I like that shot of him flipping around like that was cool. It's a nice perspective shot. Oh finally, we're off. That's a miniature that looks like a miniature right you know, there. The way the pole was like yeah. vibrating. I like that. I love the music right there. Shot. I think there was a car to that too, wasn't there? Of him pushing I the rocks so. over. 
those Roy, miniatures do not hold up. Brought to you by Lionel. <laughs> But you know what? It's all good. This one. I like some of those flying shots are actually done the way that they did Captain Marvel back in the old serial. Right. Where it was a, you know, it was on a, like a pulley system, like a, you know, like a, uh, like a dummy or like a, like a figure essentially, you know, in the, with the cape, you know, that can flutter and all that and they just pull it across the sky. I like that. That's cool. What's new? Some of those buildings are lying out buildings. Are they really? I think so. There's at least two of them. Yeah, those some of those are definitely like out of the package. Now the crops are watered. And what a tease it's gonna be when he turns the earth backwards <laughs> and they're just as screwed. Water mm, Dental plan. Right? They cut all of this stuff. A brief part of that interview with the chief made the theatrical cut, but all the rest of this got cut. I don't even think he gets out of the car in the theatrical no, cut. No, no, no. And then he turns the planet backwards and all this didn't happen. But he doesn't turn the planet backwards. It's just him going back in time. But he doesn't actually turn the planet backwards, though. Oh, that's right. <laughs> So he goes back in time and he stops it. I love that look. Ah, uh, this is terrible, Lois. See, that's a, that's a model, but it looks so good, that shot. I couldn't tell it was a model. Probably one of the most horrible ways to die. Oh, yeah. I think the most convincing superpower moment of the entire movie is when he just rips the door off. Because mm -hmm. you, don't, you don't even think about it. It just, it's so completely believable. The way it's, the way it's shot, you just like snap and it's gone. the thing is if you think about this the only reason for this scene is if you're going to do the punishment in Superman 2 as right. originally right. without that there was no point to this I really thought she was dead when I saw this the first time she is dead she is dead spoilers <laughs> And she got better. 
I don't think he gets enough credit as an actor either. I, I really like him in this. Especially in this portion here. He's genuinely torn up. Uh, yeah. As opposed to no. A la Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> See, the thing stopped right at her car. If she'd gone another ten feet forward, <laughs> she'd, she'd have been all right. <laughs> well, if she'd gotten out. All right, I said it before. I'm going to say it again. A pissed off Superman's a damn scary Superman, and this is this is a scary moment here. He's furious. Yeah, the rage. <laughs> Love it. That's a great shot. You are forbidden. I think the flight scenes that work the best for me are those downward angles using the, the uh, rear projection where he's flying up and the background just was, I love that. They just it's so convincing. The battle of the dads. Okay, so it's forbidden, but what's the penalty? So it actually, I gotta, I gotta confess, it drives me crazy when people think that this is him turning the Earth backwards. Well, I mean, the Earth does stop spinning and starts going in the other direction. But it's just a visual representation of him going backwards in time. But also, I want to... Okay, so how... What exactly is he doing? He's in two places at once. Is that what it is? Okay. That's how I'm going to... That's how I've always interpreted it, but... Yeah, it's a, it's a little vague on that point, I think. But see, now, why does he... Oh, to come back to the present. Right. Okay. Exactly. So, yeah, essentially, he went back and he fixed something. He stopped the other missile. That's kind of what I'm assuming. Because, see, now there's no crevice. There's no... So, so essentially, nothing happened. Right. He caught the... He got the other missile. But Luthor... Or, I'm sorry, not Luthor. Otis, in the next movie, says something about, you know, millions of people was almost killed. And, all, and I'm like, well, no. Well, I think he means if the missiles had impacted. I guess, had. yeah. Sure is it. It's Julius Caesar. The problem with men of steel is everyone around when you want one. Oh. You know what happened to me while you were off flying around? And now he slaps oh, her. Earthquake, I had a gas station blow up inside my car. There's telephone poles. Okay, so all that, all that still happened. Caught the whole thing off his stupid car under the gas. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. So then. what did he... I've been kind of busy for a while. What did he do? It's inconsistent. Yeah. 
essentially, I'm thinking he must have just stopped the crevice that killed her, I guess, right? But the water went backwards, too. And the dam went back together. <sighs> My brain hurts. Hello. Now another problem. Thanks, Jim. Blocked by Jimmy Olsen. Quick, smooth the water snakes everywhere. Yeah. It's a great shot. Right? Coming up, watch, watch this. Right there. Oh, I love it. Such a good shot. Now that's a, that's a model again. You leave that for a dog, Tom. Ah, going to sleep. It's too bad Mr. Kent wasn't here to see all this. Yeah, poor Clark. Never around. Clark, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? Way to what? Oh, oh. Man, a silly you He's never around because you're in freaking California. He's in New York. Clark, we didn't send him. Not the same way, Lois. Well, someday maybe if he's lucky. It's right. Hmm? Ooh. Jimmy, my hair. Now. Ooh, nice, nice, nice. We're on page 80, planet. Now slowly unbutton, unbutton your block. Does it have any film? That's a good shot. Why are you going so slow? He's not in a hurry. I guess. You must have been a wonderful child. That's some ring. And you were only starting. It's probably like Cleopatra's. Is he really playing? That would be fun. When it came to winning blue. That looks like Lex Luthor, a bus. <laughs> to me that, like, did he shave his head just for the final scene? I think it's got to be a bold cap. You think so? Yeah, I can't. They want to shave his mustache. Thanks to you. No, sir. Don't thank me, Warden. We're all part of the same team. And that's what makes Superman yep. Superman. Love it. 
Now, the original theatrical release said something. I think it says coming next summer. It says coming soon or coming next summer, Superman 2. But since this is the the uh, TV version, I, I wonder if it still has that tag on the end. I don't remember. Uh, oh, my God, that is still an awesome movie. Oh, it's one of the best. Well... I hope this was a good uh, a good commentary. I found myself just watching a lot of it at, toward the end, but I just get sucked into it so much. But it's fantastic. Now, I what do you think of Rich? I mean, I, I love Richard Donner's work on this movie. What do you think of Richard Donner overall, though? Because I don't know that I've really seen a lot of his other movies. I'm only familiar with this one and the Lethal Weapon movies. Trey, what else did he do that I? Didn't he do the Goonies? I'm pretty sure he did the Goonies. I've never seen the Goonies. Really? Yeah. I think it's a little... I'll be honest, I think it's a little overhyped, but it's a really good movie. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting something obvious that he did. But, um, did he do Scrooged? Did he direct that with, with Bill Murray? Was that him? I'm not sure. Man, Richard... The omen. Oh, the omen. The omen. Yeah, that's what got him. Guy. Yeah, that's what got him. This gig was the omen. I've seen the omen. I didn't think much of it, but that was a long time ago. You're right. He did Scrooge. Yeah, Scrooged that, was, was, that was a good movie. Yeah. Superman. We did the Three Musketeers right there. No. Oh, the Disney, that? the Disney one with uh, Rebecca. No, 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 no. So my favorite added-on scene, I think, is. Uh, gonna have to go with the death traps when he yeah yeah i like that i mean i gotta be honest the president scene was kind of amusing <laughs> yeah my favorites are the uh you know the, the hallway you know the, the death traps which you do get if you you know if you watch the special edition but that scene with the missiles i love that i have loved that. i mean that's that's why I fell in love with the KCOP version. It's so short. I mean, it's just a couple of seconds, you know, really just a couple of frames, but, man, I love that effect. And it and it fills out the whole missile sequence so that you're getting all the music of that scene as it is on the album. Because the, the theatrical version of the movie, you know, the, the one that was out there, just butchers the music in that scene. I mean, so much of it is lost through the through the editing and everything. So I like that you know most of it's restored in uh, in this version of it. But yeah, I, I love that. And there's there's several um, flying you know several additional flying sequences and flying shots. You know him flying around New York. There's you know there's several or you know Metropolis. There's several shots of him flying that you don't get in the other versions and stuff. 
I mean, yeah, there's a lot more of uh, Otis and a lot more of you know the missile stuff and all that, but overall, I I, I still think this is the superior version of the movie. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I would like to see them do this with the uh, Superman too, to be blunt. Yeah, because I'm telling you, there's a lot of scenes that are not in the theatrical version. Well, the biggest reason I would want that is that that would finally shut those people up. Now, I don't hear it much anymore, but for the longest time, you know, one of the defenses I kept hearing for Superman or, you know, not so Superman murdering Zod in Man of Steel was, well, he killed the Phantom Zone villains in Superman. And I never, I never thought he killed them. I ever thought he I saw them getting let out to but the Arctic yes, police. Exactly. In the in the extended TV version, the cops come and take him away. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there was any frankly killing until the the comic book where he kills General Zod. I've, I've seen people trying to use that as a defense for it, too, and I, I will defend that all day long because it, it's it's two completely different sets of circumstances. I don't think he, ha- he did not have to kill. I've seen the movie. You know what I'm saying? There right. other ways around that. <laughs> Rex Reed, Rex Reed. That's fine. Pimp. <laughs> I wonder what the pimp is doing today. Dead. <laughs> dead. You're right, this is another one of these movies where it's dead, dead, dead. Yep. Roy Stevens, is that Ray Stevens' brother? <laughs> I'm going to get you, can you read my mind on that? Uh... <laughs> that got re-released a few years ago. Somebody somebody else did a cover of it, and it actually did fairly well on the charts. Uh, Oh, this is a work of fiction, by the way. Just see so now, yes. I would hate to think I mixed <laughs> this up with history. <laughs> Based on the true story. What do you think of the way they did this with the the names in flight? Oh, I love it. Bonnies of New York, are they even still in business? <laughs> Alberta. The Council for Space Photography. <laughs> they did go all over the place to film it. I like that. Superman. Appearing in comics and magazines. 78. Christmas, right? Didn't it come out at Christmas? I don't remember that. I think so. Pinewood Studios. Alright, is it going to say coming next summer? So I bet you it does not, because this is based off the the TV version, so it probably is not going to say it, but I don't remember. Nope. Ah, oh. That's it. Well, that was awesome. And it looks like our whole recording... Uh, like it it took so all right we are good well we hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed it we will talk to you soon bye-bye 
Thank you so much for listening to our show, and we hope you'll continue to join us each and every week for more good old-fashioned comic book back-issue awesomeness. You can contact Back to the Bins to leave feedback, comments, questions, suggestions, and criticisms via email at bins at twotruefreaks.com or by joining the Back to the Bins group on Facebook. Back to the Bins is a proud affiliate of the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network, which you may find at www.twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is a registered trademark of DiManzo Corps of Milan, Italy. All rights reserved. Please take a moment to stop by the twotruefreaks.com site and check out their many other fine podcasts, won't you? Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.